1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
0: It is indeed Cook and Joe, Bob Pompiani to my right, our friend Nelly to my left through the glass. It's off the top, and without further ado, I'm sure you've heard uh, over the weekend on The Fan a very special announcement right off the top here at 10 a.m., and for that, I hand to my colleague, Mr. Ron Cook. Right,
3: right off the top, huh? Right off the, We're not even going to get into the show a little bit.
0: No, no salutations, is- no nothing. This is the show.
3: Oh, man. Well, I've, I've been looking forward to this week for a long time, but I've also been dreading it uh, for a long time. Um, this is going to be my last week on The Fan. Um, my last show will be Thursday. My final column will appear in the Post-Gazette on sunday and by the time it comes out i'll be three-quarters of the way to florida where i have a place in fort myers and plan on watching the super bowl in fort myers and getting up monday morning for the first time in forty some years not have to talk about it or write about it it's just time joe it's time um i I dread it because i'm leaving so much behind but i'm looking forward to it because i got so much ahead and that's that's the big announcement i guess big not for me but it just it tears my heart out but i'm looking forward to it
0: there it is it's such a tough the end of an era really i mean ron you've been a staple here for years and years and years and 14 years
3: years in this time slot well that chair years.
0: and your photo in the newspaper and people have woken up to you in one form or another Literally for decades, they agree with Pursing you.
3: Maybe, but that's okay. They
0: agree with you. They don't agree with you. Either way, you've had, I think, a profound effect on people's lives around here for decades, and I think you're probably going to hear some of that today.
3: Well, that's very kind of you to say, Joe. Um, I, I just appreciate people listening, and I appreciate them reading, even if they don't agree. But it's been a blast with you guys, and we got four more shows, so let's we can do it.
4: Ron always talks about QTL, quality time left. Yeah, I should tell that story. And that's a that's a story that needs to be told because it's a true and it's it's this tug of war that we all go through about when you're really into your career and you love what you do and you love the people you meet, but also there's time.
3: It's time. You know, I was uh, I was in Florida with my daughter Marco Island reading uh, Dave Hyde's book about Jimmy Johnson Swagger, and in it, it's it's Jimmy Johnson's life story. He talks about chasing his dream and winning two Super Bowls with Dallas. Meanwhile, he ends up getting a divorce. I think both of his kids were involved with drugs. He was, he was chasing his dream, ignoring his family. And he has the falling out with Jerry Jones. He leaves the Cowboys and goes to the Miami Dolphins. And Wayne Huizenga, the owner of the Dolphins, called him in and said, uh, Jimmy, I appreciate you working around the clock, but you need to start thinking of QTL. And Jimmy goes, what the hell is QTL? He goes, quality time left. And that kind of slapped me in the face. I mean, I was, I've been planning this for over a year. I bought my That was in January. I bought my place in May. And it's easy for Wayne Haizenga to say that. He's a billionaire, okay? I'm not. But he died at 80 of cancer. I mean, so it doesn't matter how much money you have. I'm hoping I have some QTL. Some quality time left.
4: Well, you deserve it. After all these years of doing this and uh, opening up people's minds to different opinions, different ways of thinking. So, thank you. I, I also know you're a Jim Leland disciple, which means you're going to cry at some point. <laughs> and if you haven't started, <laughs> at already, some point, I, not, I, I may do not, the same. Not today,
3: <laughs> but probably on Thursday, the last show, I will.
4: I
0: think it may already be happening a little bit. You told me, Ron, when you informed me of this a little while back. That Florida was kind of a dream of yours for right. decades going way back. Yes. I mean,
3: I covered spring training as a high school senior for the Beaver Falls News Tribune, went to Bradenton and fell in love with that whole area, the Gulf Coast. And now I got a place in Fort Myers. My plan, I've been meticulous with my plan here. Thursday's my last show, Sunday's my last column. Uh, Bob knows I have an eye doctor appointment in Swickley with uh, Terry Verstratton. He's tremendous. One of the best. The best at what he does. I'm going to pack early. My daughter's coming home tomorrow. She's going to drive down with me. We're leaving real early Saturday morning and be down there for the kickoff. I, right. be Southwest Florida is the only place I want to live. Always has been.
4: Are Bob and I never. invited down? Sure.
3: You'll want to play golf if I can get you of on. Co- right? Of course.
4: And yes. you, have, you have no excuse but to drive the cart and be with us. I have, <laughs> I right? have, There's no deadline I have anymore. Never, you're done with ever, deadlines. I have never, ever,
3: had any plans to live anywhere else. I am just never thought I could do it, but I'm doing it.
4: How
0: far away is the beach?
3: About 15 minutes. Uh, That's a sad story, a little bit. I'm 15 from Sanibel and 15 from Fort Myers Beach, and both got devastated by that hurricane. Sanibel used to be, you know, one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. Now it looks like Beirut. I mean, it's just the hurricane just killed stuff down there. So, but I'm going to get there occasionally. I, I, I love my condo. I have a beautiful lake that I overlook. Uh, walking track around it. I'm gonna be sitting there drinking my beer, reading my book, (laughs) and thinking about arguing with you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and going for walks, right, oh, and, around and, your little and, lake and, out there, uh, my whole pond. Neighbor. What is it?
3: My whole neighbor. It's a big lake. You Any know, alligators? I think there are alligators and snakes in there. I plan to avoid. Yeah, those. well, you go at I five a.m. To... when it's dark. Forget about well, that. I, I go plan, when it's light. I plan on avoiding the alligators. What, and what snakes. was
4: what was the? Yeah, obviously, when you make a decision like this, there's a lot that you're going to be leaving behind. Oh, of course. What is the the thing that you may just miss the most as time oh, goes the on? People,
3: the people, the people. I mean, you guys. I mean. Everybody, I mean, I work with it. Ray Fittipaldo, Jerry dulack guys like that. Um, Nicole Baker, who I've become very close to, gonna miss her. Um, it, just everybody. I mean, it, it's that. That's the hard part. That is absolutely the hard part. But I know my landlord, uh, Chris Wappler, is one of my best friends. He has a place in Cape Coral, about 15 minutes from me. So I'll have him and his wife Karen, Mark Davis. I mean, I, I just there's so many people I'm gonna miss. That's the hardest part. I won't miss, I'll tell you. Joe knows this. Laying in bed at night thinking, what am I going to write tomorrow? <laughs> oh. I've been doing that for 40 years. Yeah. It's nice well, to You'll, you'll see the stress come it. off of your shoulders.
4: <laughs> you won't be able to think about anything but enjoying your beer. I told Joe, beer. And, and,
3: uh, Bill Livingston is a friend of mine from Cleveland. He always said the, the best feeling as a sports columnist is finishing a column and knowing you have a topic the next day. That's true.
4: Bro.
0: The announcement came. Just minutes ago, Ron Cook. How should we phrase this, Ron? Hanging up the cleats Uh, here.
3: Let's use a couple cliches: tapping out, (laughs) or or how about this one: riding into the sunset. Riding in literally, literally riding into the sunset.
0: How many years did you write, and how many years with your combined radio shows were you on the air in Pittsburgh?
3: Well, I did a Saturday afternoon talk show in old KDKA from '93 to 2002, and I loved it. They love me, but they had to lay me off because nine eleven. you know, they were looking to cut. They were paying me a lot of money, much more than SPAC pays me <laughs> now, back then. Um, <laughs> Michael Spack that, is here yeah, in person listening to this. Um, <laughs> they had to lay me off in 2002, Michael Young, and then in 2009, December, he goes, I don't know if you'll take my call, but we're starting a new sports talk show. Would you be interested? So the same guy that laid me off, Brought me on in 2010. We're coming up to the 14-year anniversary. Uh, February 15th will be 14 years.
0: Yes. And how about your first column? In what oh, in what form was it? What paper?
3: Well, I mean, I, I started at the Beaver County Times and got hired at the Pittsburgh Press in 80, uh, 83. Um, and left there to go to the Post-Gazette in 89 and wrote my first column there in 90. So I've been writing a column for 34 years, 34-plus 34 years. My God. So, hey, it makes it old.
4: An average of what, four, four a week? Four a week, yeah. Bob, can people, you figure that out have very no quickly? I, no, I'm not good at math, but people have no idea how much stress that is. <laughs> well, Seriously, because the there are it, times when right. you go through dead periods and you have to come up with I mean, it's ideas not, it's, that are –
3: It's not hard in football season as much, but right. I mean, how about July around here when the Pirates stink and there's nothing going on? It's hard. <laughs> It's hard. No, it is
4: hard and you got to do it and it's it's so Come this up, is coming up
3: with the ideas is the hard part. One
4: uh, one of friends of mine who had a very similar lifestyle style to you which was a lot of uh work on deadlines retired about 3 years ago and said the tug of war was tough for him but once he got through it he said he determined his sleep was better <laughs> his overall hey, hoping, life was much better for him and his family. You so know, that's I heard, what you're looking for. I heard to. from
3: Tom McMillan this morning our uh my former colleague at the Post-Gazette, now he became a Penguins big shot, and now he's retired. And he said, no more deadline pacing for you. I'm known as pacing. Oh, I remember. Yes. That's,
0: that's what a lot of people in the media will identify you with, is the pacing. Even to, if, at the end
4: of the games, hallways. right here in the I hallway. I remember the Civic Arena. There wasn't much room Even in if that I back press f- box, and he was going back and forth like nobody's business. The <laughs> 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 they changed the Even carpet.
5: if I had... <laughs>
3: Joe, if I had twenty minutes, I'd have to pace for five to gather the thoughts. Yes. Whatever works. I know I look like an idiot, but I figure it beats smoking. You hate those late (laughs) deadlines, don't you? Some people gotta smoke, I gotta pace.
4: You hate those late deadlines. You always used to complain when you saw games flex to night games, and you're like, Oh my god, you
3: don't get to watch the game. And then I go home the next day and my friends say, What do you think of that play? And I go, What play? I didn't see it.
0: Right. You're at the game. Right. I'm there like this. Well Assuming you had about two weeks off per year over 34 years at four columns a week, <laughs> you wrote 7,072 columns.
3: Yeah, 7,000 sounds about right. That's
0: sounds amazing. Sounds about right. That is unbelievable. I got one
3: more. Got one more. It'll be in next Sunday's in Sunday's paper.
0: Is it going to be a farewell type yeah, column?
3: Yeah, it is. it is. I debated whether to do that or not, and some people I'm close to talked me into it.
0: Well, Ron, we have a little treat for you right off the Uh-oh. top. A little treat on the Nemecolon fan hotline. I should say the Sullivan Super uh, Service. This better not Super be caboli, is it? It's, it's not, the it, Sullivan Super Service fan hotline. It better
3: line. not be caboli.
0: Uh Not yet, no. But this is another man who announced a recent retirement and is now, I'm assuming, living very happily and would like to check in with you, Ron. And okay. that is the legendary Doc Emrick. Doc, oh. how are you? <laughs>
6: I'm good, but this is about Ron. So, where were you the night that Cueto dropped the ball in the 19, in the 2013 Play-in at PNC? You know where I was at, Doc. I was at PNC <laughs> that Park. Same seat.
3: It is the um, and I think Joe might agree. It's it's the best event I've ever covered and ever been Probably at. Probably the I loudest, do. right? Right, loudest
4: for sure. I mean, I okay. did
3: all all five Stanley Cups, Doc. Um, every one they won, I was there. But that night with Cueto. It just was a perfect storm because it was, uh, you know, so long in the making, right? 20 years of losing. Wow.
6: <laughs> I, I talked, I, I know I mentioned it on one of the shows with you. I talked with a lot of the Penguins after that. And Paul Martin uh, said that that, he said, I've been in all kinds of playoffs myself, and I've attended a lot of events. And he said, that's the loudest I heard any crowd anywhere, anytime.
3: It was perfect, Doc. I don't know that I'll live long enough to see it again. Any of us (laughs) will. Let's
6: hope so. (laughs) Let's hope so. Let's hope that Cruz doesn't slide into home errantly again. Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
3: You know, Doc, when I first started in this business, I was on the Pirates team plane coming back from Baltimore in 1979. I was working for the Beaver County Times. And never in my wildest imagination did I think they'd never be to another World Series. And they may not. Are you
6: going to are you going to stand up on the table and sing? We are family before you sign off.
3: Oh, I heard that song many times. Doc. How are Uh, you doing? How's retirement treating you?
6: No, 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 no. I'm doing fine. Everything is wonderful. I I thoroughly advocate retirement and you're still healthy, I assume. I'm hoping. Good. Hoping to get through today.
3: Worry about tomorrow.
6: Tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. good. Um I've got three questions for you. Okay. Uh, can you pull out your favorite Bill Cower story?
3: Oh, man. I wasn't expecting Bill Cower. Do you have a favorite
0: Bill Cower story? Uh, just... uh,
6: he was He was there 15 years, and <clears throat> I know that puts the pressure on, but undoubtedly you had some dealings with that guy. Yeah. I mean, you talk about definitive personalities. Pittsburgh has certainly had a bunch of them, especially guys pacing the sidelines or benches or – or in dugouts over the year. I was just curious if you had any. No, I mean, I,
3: I I guess I remember what everybody else does when he went went across the field and shoved the photo into the referee's jersey. Um, that was so cow or so much like him. That's probably my greatest memory. I didn't do too many one on ones with him, um, but I, when I did, he was always fine. I mean, we had our battles, but I think he understood what I was doing, what I had a job about to do. G-
6: what about Jim Leland?
3: Well, I got a million stories there. I mean,
6: <laughs> well then uh, we—I've uh, got time if you do.
3: <laughs> I uh, there's just so many of them. Um, I I I covered his last game at Three Rivers. I actually went to his house for breakfast, rode into the stadium with him, spent the whole last day with him when he his last Pirates manager, uh, the day he was the manager. There's just so many um, with him.
5: Tell just, us the
0: famous one, Ron you being it what, what oh, did his ball oh, cap say that the, heads, the, the, the heads, blow up heads, heads, heads. That was heads. The barry bonds what did that mean what I,
3: I don't know I, I doc i was five ten feet away from his blow up with barry bonds that would have been spring of, spring of 1991 he's in
0: all the photos with a cap a ball cap that says heads uh, heads and he doesn't know what it meant so uh,
3: if you if you google it on youtube You'll see it and Leland he Leland just bouncing back and forth, cursing him out. And then at the end of the video, Leland is sitting at his desk at spring training and I'm at his like left elbow wearing a white hat with the word heads in capital <laughs> letters. And I don't know what it means, but I, I was a much younger man back then, I can tell you that.
6: <laughs> that I've, well, to, Leland, yeah, I've watched I've watched it several times, I'll tell you that. I I'm so happy that he's going into the Hall of me Fame. Too. Not only not only as a Pirate fan, but as an admirer of somebody who probably would today take analytics and toss it in the trash can, and of someone who just managed and lived the game every day. There's so many stories I've heard, I've never met the man before, but uh, there's so many stories I've heard about him uh, getting his nap in the afternoon on the couch in the in the uh, manager's office, and. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, uh, the Marlborough man and all of that. But I'm just so glad that you had a chance to spend the last day of his time in Pittsburgh. Well, I got a, I got one more Leland,
3: time. I got one more Leland story that you can appreciate. Um, it was remember when the Penguins went to the Stanley Cup the first time, 2008, right? They lost in Detroit. Um, the night before Game One, uh, Gene Collier and I went to a Tigers game and afterwards went to see Leland. And we were there till 3 o'clock in the morning. He, he had pizza, beer. He didn't want us to leave. He wanted us to stay and just telling the greatest stories of all time. That is I'll crazy. bet he
6: was. I'll bet he was. I, I just, uh, I'm so happy he's going to the Hall of Fame. I wonder if they're going to put an ashtray at the podium. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He'll have us borrow, Burroughs. I know that.
6: <laughs> they may him. need a
4: box of Kleenex, too. Yeah, I'm sure that's
6: true. The good thing about him is he cares. He does. Um uh, Mike Sullivan. Yep.
3: Uh I've just I've gotten to know Mike pretty well um over the years. I've done a lot of one-on-ones with him. I have great respect for him. Um I he hasn't had a lot of success lately, doc. If they don't make the playoffs well, this year, it, they won't have a playoff win in uh in 6 years. But I think yeah. he's terrific at what he does. Um, and I've always enjoyed dealing with him a lot.
6: Great longevity. I mean, you think to December of 15 and all of a sudden, we're right at, yeah, after a half season, here's one cup, and after another, here comes another. And that's, that's a pretty impressive start. But I understand you're only judged by what you've done lately, and the Penguins have made some moves. But, uh, gosh, it's 24 already. And if you stay with one team for a long, for that long a time, right. You've done a lot of good things, but it's uh, it's it's rare in hockey to stay anywhere that long. I remember Mike Babcock stayed for ten years in Detroit, and that was incredible that, to stay in one place that long. But I, I I've always had great admiration for Mike. Well, you uh,
3: you know what else, Doc? How lucky we've been. I mean, I've covered uh, Lemieux, Yager, Sid, all those Hall of Famers. And one thing I'm going to miss is next Sunday. Uh, two Sundays, uh, the week after Super Bowl Sunday, when they retire Yager's jersey. I'll, I'll miss that. I wish I was going to be there for that.
6: Yeah. It's, uh, you know, the, the city has been spoiled by a lot of, but I, I think, I, you know, you say spoiled when people don't appreciate it. I think Pittsburgh fans appreciate what they have. I mean, you think of, of great Pirates like the ones you wrote back on, On the plane in 1979 right I mean that was that was fantastic I remember I got a chance uh, this is not about being but it's about that year I got a chance to finally because I was going to grad school at the time uh, I got a chance to uh, no I wasn't I was I was with uh, team in Maine we were probably off playing somewhere and I missed that game in Baltimore and I remember texting because I've gotten to know him so well Kent to and asking what what was the pitch (laughs) <laughs> that he threw Eddie Murray. And within 10 seconds, it came back one word, Slider. Um, but obviously, it stayed in the park, and uh, there was no one quite like Deke.
3: Now, that, that was a great collection of guys. And obviously, Chuck Tanner, uh, very high on my list of all-time people. Um, you know, a lot of people thought he was so optimistic and upbeat that they thought he was a phony. But he wasn't a phony at all, Doc. I mean, he was the real thing. The real thing, maybe the most uh, optimistic, positive person I've ever met.
6: And from his playing career, I mean, he spent a lot of time with the Cubs when they and the Pirates were at the bottom all the time in the 1950s. And yet a lot of times those are the guys that make such great managers, aren't they?
5: Yep.
6: It's not the stars because they a lot of times the game comes so easy to them that they can't appreciate um, I think he had a home what, run
3: in his first at bat, though, Doc, if I'm not mistaken.
6: Not many guys do that. First at bat. I've, I've dreamt of it a number of times. <laughs> I, I also dreamt of carrying a 4.0 through college, but that never came
0: close. Doc, we really appreciate yeah, you, you no taking idea, the time Doc. here today.
6: I have no idea, Joe, what you have in mind for the rest of the day, but <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be fun. I congratulate you, Ron, and uh, it is is—it is a difficult decision to make, as it was for me, but I swear by what has happened since, it has all been good. I enjoy watching games, and I enjoy listening to other people work like the ones that you have there in Pittsburgh, and um, no regrets. Not one. Well, that's encouraging, Doc.
3: Thank you for taking the time, and I'll be in touch, I promise.
6: All is well in your world, I hope. Take care.
0: The great Doc Emmerich. The great Doc Emmerich. Amazing. How about that, Ron? One of your favorites.
3: Pretty hard to top that one, Joe.
0: But we're going to (laughs) try. But we're going to try. Oh, boy. You can uh, call in. Ron Cook, that was the announcement here, right off the top of the show, is riding into the sunset quite literally. He had this planned. Nobody knew about it. Very few people, Ron. What, three people may have known about this for the past year? Uh, A a few people. You, your daughter, and a couple of others? A couple
3: of others, that's all.
0: You kept it under wraps unbelievably well. I I, tried to... in a business I, where people like the savvy old news sound are sniffing around for everything. I
3: just uh I, I I just want to ride quietly into the sunset.
4: But it's true for Ron that everything is meticulously planned out because yes. he's one of the few people I know who still controls this day to day diary stuff that you write everything down.
0: Not only right. Not only meticulously right planned out right in here, but yeah. recorded. He, I could ask him, Ron, what did you do on September seventh, two thousand four? He can go look and, I can, and tell I me. Can tell you, I can. How tell far you. back does that thing go? Oh
3: man, 30 80s, years, 30 years maybe.
0: Wow, a long time.
4: never you missed a to... day.
3: Uh no, no. I I mean sometimes oh. I'd miss a day and then catch up, yeah. but never, never, never.
4: I wish I would have done that. That's a very good habit to get in. Yeah. And
3: I mean, even though, I, oh I, yeah. even though, you know, I'm not going to have stuff. I have stuff that I covered. I'm not going to have that anymore. But I'm still planning on keeping it every day.
0: Max says write a book and i wholeheartedly agree.
3: Well, uh, i'll give that some consideration. I've I've had people tell me that but i've been doing a radio show for 14 years and it, i mean there haven't been a lot of time to do books.
0: I know. You know. But now and you I, have I mean, it. No. You know what the title would be, Bum? <laughs> the cookbook. <laughs> uh, uh, you like that? I that like would, be <laughs> would be unbelievable, Ron. <laughs> you like Ron? that horse? Do you, do you like, horse? like that horse? The like cookbook. That? That's perfect.
3: <laughs> In it time we take a quick break. Uh,
0: yes it is. Uh, your thoughts and feelings about this man. 412-928-9370. Ron, I think you're gonna discover that even people who disagreed with you a lot respected you. That's all that immensely. I That's all
3: that you can ask for.
0: I bet we're gonna find that out. Uh fan hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, provided trusting trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over fifty years. Fan Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia Peters Township. Visit them at South Hills Kia. Dot net. And of course, the text line, the fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. 412-928-9370. Let me tell you about Joe Patochnik for a moment here and his mustache. And I don't even know who to start with first, so I'll start with the mustache. 42 years ago, maybe today. Joe sat down with his mustache, and they launched a business together. They had the guts to strike out on their own, and they did it. 42 years later, here we sit. Nationally recognized company, platinum preferred company. They've been out to my house a couple different times, and they did what you want. I think what you want, certainly what I want when somebody comes out to work on the house. Fixed it. First told me exactly what they would do, fixed it, and then I never heard about it again, never worried about it again. $500 off any roofing or siding installation right now at 412-829-7711. That's JP Roofing and Siding, 412-829-7711. In case you missed it, the big news that I think the radio station was teasing to all weekend came at 10 o'clock. Mr. Ron Cook sitting across from me is riding off into the sunset bob literally all the way to florida to fort myers and guess who's on the line ron
4: we have another special guest for you ron. oh my god we
0: have another special guest for you i didn't know if this was going to happen today it seemed uh questionable as they say in the football business but he also lives in florida at least i think he does caller would you care to announce yourself to mr ron cook
7: joey i hope that ron doesn't feel extremely flattered that I flew all the way to Pittsburgh so I can get picked up by my buddy, David DeCastro, and we can call you right now together to congratulate you on an amazing, amazing career in the city of Pittsburgh.
0: Ron, I think that's Big Al and David DeCastro together. Uh, That's amazing. Hey, Al, how you guys doing? Hey, well, thanks, Ron. Congrats, man. Hell of a career.
3: David, you guys, what's retirement like? Fill me in.
8: It's with, uh, I remember Brett Kiesel told me right after retired, because he goes, it's whatever you want to make it. So, it's uh, yeah, it's like open-ended possibilities, man.
7: It's all, it's, all, it's all yours. What do you mean? You're coming to Florida, Ron. <laughs> it's the best. Are you kidding me?
5: <laughs> no,
7: I'm going to take you fishing. I'm going fish to pull every article
3: <laughs> where you talk smack about Dave and I.
7: They throw you off the board. I never talk smack
3: about you guys. Your Offensive line was the best part of that team.
7: Uh, yeah, yeah, say, we can now with AI, we can fi- we can find something very quickly right now. With, with, well, with you're you're
3: over on the other coast, right? You're in Miami area, aren't you?
7: I am, I am. Don't be intimidated by the Spanish. You can pick that up in a couple
4: weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he might be intimidated by the fishing, though. I can't see. Well, maybe you will like fishing.
3: Uh, is there any uh, beer drinking that goes with uh, the fishing?
4: Oh, coach, coach, the
7: the, the, the beer is going to be flowing. The bros are going to be hanging out. Florida, the sunshine is going to favor you. You're going to be looking back at, the, at your career, all your good friends. They're all going to forget about you, but you know, it is like, <laughs> you know it is, but you'll make you'll make new you'll make new friends. You know, from all the parts of the United States, who come down to Florida just to, you know just to spend the last well, the last quarter, you know, hanging out and, and, and reflecting on
3: life. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm am a little scared, but looking forward to it. But you know, one of our Joe's favorite segments was anything but football with Al, and I got to fill in once or twice.
0: So did David. Yeah. He was legendary yeah, in that role.
3: Right? Yeah, right,
7: David was legendary. That's awesome.
3: You guys have a great day, man. Thank you for calling. It really touches my heart. I appreciate it. Awesome, Ron. guys, right. so Ron.
4: See you guys. Thank you, guys, for calling. That's amazing. Two of them at once. How about that? The tears are starting to flow. I knew they would.
5: No, I'm okay. Uh, I mean... Thursday, I love not <laughs>
0: No, you're I think they're flowing, Ron, no. and they may continue to. Yeah, I think they will. Uh,
3: I'm How just, about that? i just, just like Jim Leland, you know, crying all the time.
0: Al just flew into Pittsburgh this morning for the first time in three years. Wow. When did we see him at Shooters? And DeCastro picked him up. Oh, Al. Oh, yeah. Al came here. Okay. Yeah. DeCastro, remember, yeah. remember we saw him at Shooters? Yes. He plays golf. Does he play golf? He plays yeah. Frisbee. He's taking all right. up Does golf. Does
3: he play Frisbee golf, I think he said.
0: No, real golf. I know, but he was into Frisbee golf, golf before that.
4: See, so you, you know what else you can do? You can do paddle ball. You can do all these new kind of uh, sports there are. Since you have time, you can meet your, well, you new know, ladies down uh, there. What I
3: plan on doing is something that I've already mastered here that can carry over to wherever I am, drinking beer.
4: Yeah, that, M- I, Mueller, that,
3: that is my
5: expertise.
3: Chris, Chris Muller
4: yeah. had a good line about that. He said it used to be free and free late. Now it's retirement and retirement late. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I am going to be a retiree on a fixed income.
4: Ron, do you have
0: friends in Florida yet, or are you going to make those? No,
3: I do. Um, My landlord, Chris Wappler, one of my best friends, uh, has a condo in Cape Coral, only about 15 minutes away from me, and he's going to be there probably 10 months a year. So I'll have somebody very close, and he's like a brother to me. So that I'll have him down there.
0: When are you going down there, Bob? And when are we going down there to play golf? I think we should
4: play go golf? And play golf, and Ron should be our host for what I know. A lot of good golf courses. Do you have in a guest area. room, Ron, or two? Did you get a uh, membership I, I yet? I have
0: a two-bedroom.
3: It's not a monster place, so Bob But there's sleeps... a hotel real nearby. No,
4: I'm oh, not going to sit.
0: I'll take the guest room. Bob sleeps on the couch. Uh, there you go. Or the kitchen there table.
5: <laughs> I, yeah, I have. I have, I have so, slept the weirder places. I'm is, trust so me.
3: lucky. I mean, my my daughter Taylor is Actually, living in my place now, getting it ready. Uh, she's been there since September 1 actually, um, and she's gonna stay for a little while. I, I said, You're more than what she goes. I ain't living with you, you know. But <laughs> I, she, I think she's gonna end up in Seattle. She has a job, she can work wherever she lives, and she loves Seattle. It was her first job out of college. She went to Florida State, she loved Seattle, hated the job, and ended up leaving. I think she'll want to go back, which can't be any further away from her old man. But she's going to be with me for a while. And as I said, she's coming home uh, tomorrow. Uh, and then we're going to drive down Saturday morning.
0: Can you imagine the feeling, Bob, of walking into a new house in Florida and not having to worry
4: about one thing except your next beer? I think that's a great thing. And and, and I know there's going to be some time where you're probably wondering, am I going to be too bored yeah. through this whole process because that's a natural thought, isn't it? You're, you're so used to grinding all the time, it becomes who you are, and now you're going to have to put the brakes on that, which is a good thing, and you'll you'll see. I love the to walk,
3: and I love to read, and you know, uh, I Joe knows I gave gave him a lot of books that I I love to read. My friend John Sturman and his wife Honey gave me three new books. The genre I like: murder, drugs, mystery. I got three big ones to write, read right away, and whole, so many others, too.
4: Did you pack your Speedos? In I the did summertime, pack my Speedos. How many? I, do you have one for every day of the week?
3: I, I did pack my Speedos. I think I only have one. So <laughs> Made by Speedo, by the way. Just so everyone knows, it's a regular bathing suit made by Speedo. <laughs> I don't every know time I that. say I'm going to wear my Speedo, people throw up.
0: <laughs> it's 1040. Uh, Shenderovish, Shenderovish, and Fishman, the time is brought to you. By Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you can pay 25% call 888-98-TWINS? Ron, I think we have a couple people on the phone lines who want to address you. Uh, Ron is is hanging up the old cleats this week and heading to Florida. That was our announcement at 10 o'clock, 928-9370. Go ahead, Nelly. Who's up? Uh, Laura. Hi,
4: Laura.
6: Hi, how are you guys? Hi, Laura. Hi, do you guys know who I am? Laura. Yeah, from the media room. Oh,
3: okay.
4: Okay. Laura, Laura, how are you doing?
5: I'm
6: good. Congratulations, Ron. I am so happy for you, and I just want to let you know that I am going to miss you dearly. Well,
3: you're very kind.
6: Thank you. Thank thank you. Um, Good luck, guys.
3: All right.
4: She's she's great down there. And Gina's bistro. R- Regina. Regina. Yeah, yeah there she's over at the Penguins. She I think yeah. knew.
3: I, I talked to her a while back and I think she knew what I was doing. She didn't know when though. She's a great person.
0: <laughs> Very nice of her to call. Nellie, do we have another surprise on the line? Is that where we're going? Who's up?
1: Uh more people are calling in, but we're gonna to go to Jordan and Morgantown.
4: Hi, Jordan. Bob, is that your phone dinging? Yeah, my phone is dinging. Could That's because off, people, that, I'm, that I'm, I just turned it off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bob, okay. Bob's still interrupting the thank you. <laughs> even, even this, even no, this he's interrupting. I, it, it's just a stupid dinger. We could, be a, we could be at
0: a wedding or something and, and this dinger would be going uh, on. You want me to leave? Control your dinger. I don't have any business being Get here Get control over wrong your show. dinger.
4: <laughs> I'd like to know that. I'd like to have control. <laughs> all right, Jordan, go ahead. Yeah, um, I'm not
9: even happy yet, Ron. I'm still kind of hurt, I think. So I want to say congratulations, but I'm still kind of emotional about it. You know, you had a result in the profession I've picked. Um, I've been reading your column since I was a kid.
3: Oh, boy. I knew something now. like that was coming. That makes me feel yeah, even it, older.
9: It's good, though. And, and I've been listening to the show ten years straight. I have a break at this time. It's perfect. So I get to listen to the to the beginning, and it's kind of crazy how I've never met you. Like become a huge part of my life. You know, every day that I I get to, then hmm. and listen to you guys talk, you've kind of become like the the grandpa I never had there, on the show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or maybe yeah, great grandpa. There's, there's the second shot in this call, but that's okay.
10: No, but
9: but I do want to thank you. You played a pivotal role in my life, even without knowing it, and it's just really thank
0: you, Jordan. It. That's very yeah. kind yeah. of you yeah. to say. Yeah. I appreciate it. Who does this guy sound like? He sounds like who starred in the in. in who 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 does he sound like? I can't think of the guy's name. He starred in the movie about the Marshall football team, McConaughey, Matthew oh, McConaughey. Oh, Matthew McConaughey. Are you still there, Jordan?
4: He's gone. Oh, no, he's gone. Damn.
0: He did. He sounded didn't, just it, it like didn't
4: him. Remind me of him, though. You really it did me. Yeah. You. I want him to get him to read a couple lines. How about you? You have impacted people to the point where they look at you as a great grandfather. Yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> Been reading me since he was a little kid.
4: But we've talked
0: about this with. Um, <clears throat> like broadcasters, Ron, is that they become members of our families. Yep. You're right. you're members of many families across Western Pennsylvania. You really no, are.
3: That's very nice to for people you to grew say. up
0: with you, yeah,
4: and grew old with you. I've been, doing it,
3: I've been doing it a long, long time. And,
4: and the, the word is respect. They may not like some of the stuff. They may agree with a hundred percent of yeah, it. You know what? May, I I, I always
3: sensed that. Um. A lot of people, you know, if, if if you have an opinion different than theirs, they don't like it. And, you know, some probably said, "Hey, oh, he's a jerk. But I always felt like they looked at me like I was their jerk. You know, I wasn't somebody yeah. coming in from out of right. town.
0: Like a guy on your hockey team. I yeah. was
3: their jerk. So yeah. I appreciate that. What you said, Bob, thank you.
0: Ron, we figured out you've written over 7000 columns. Um What was the one that got the biggest reaction? And I know maybe it's more difficult to gauge if you go back to before email and things like that or before telephones were
3: invented. You know, not my favorite, the one that got the biggest reaction. Yeah, yeah. I covered the 2003 Heisman Trophy presentation in New York. that's right and wrote about why I voted Jason White 1 and Larry Fitzgerald 2. People act like I didn't vote for Fitzgerald. I had him 2. And uh, to this day, I still hear at least once a week someone ripping me. Once a a week? Once a week, somebody ripping me. At least I I get emails. I don't look at my notifications. But uh, ripping me for uh, voting for Jason White over Larry Fitzgerald. By far the most reaction of anything I ever did. Not my favorite columns, but um it was it was probably the one that got the most reaction. And to this day and people And has lived the longest life, I People guess. don't understand how you could, you know, I voted for a quarterback on a national championship contender who had amazing numbers versus a wide receiver on a 6 and 5 team who touched the ball five or six times a game as great as he was. Uh they don't understand that.
0: <laughs> how about your favorite column? Uh,
3: that one's, that one's hard. I mean, uh, I was just trying to put together something for my final column. I mean, obviously, the week I spent with Jerome in Detroit was the best week of my career. But I, I, one I was really proud of um, when Tunch Ilkin's wife, Sharon, passed away. Um, I visited him at his upper St. Clair home like a week or so later, and Spauly spent two hours with him just pouring his heart out to me, and I was so proud of that piece. Uh, it might be my all-time favorite mm. all-time favorite
0: i remember that oh, i remember so many of them i certainly remember that one i also remember one that drew a gigantic response which was on i think it was the national anthem and there had been so much controversy didn't you write why don't we have sporting yeah, events yeah
3: why why should sporting events be different than the theater or movies and right. that, got, that got a big that got a espn huge... put me on outside the lines for that one I was on Outside the Lines a number of times. Bob Lee really liked me. and uh, Didn't I, you have
4: a chance to go there on a permanent re- uh, opportunity? Yeah,
3: but I blew that. I had a chance. They called me up, the producer. Uh, Jason Romano was the producer of Bob Lee's Outside the Lines, and he had a, another producer call me and said, Ron, we're going to start a show with Stephen A. Smith, a debate-type story. Uh, and your name has been mentioned, would you be interested? And I said, oh, absolutely. I said, I only have one problem. I, I, we don't have an NBA team here, and I don't really follow it. Never heard from him again. <laughs> Never heard from him again.
0: You could have done that instead of me?
3: Yeah. I, this, I would have preferred Think you. About that, Much Bob. preferred you, actually, Joe.
4: But you had to talk about the NBA, and he wasn't going to do that.
3: Joe is uh, – I've had more fun doing this show with him than I have anyone else.
4: Well, but you could have been even rich,
3: though, even though we've debated it a little
0: sometimes. <laughs> you could have been rich, for God's sakes! I'm trying to think of some others um, that you wrote. Uh, there was so m- well, there was so. Go back to that Barry them.
4: Bonds thing, uh, because I remember that pretty well and what we did with it. But do you 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 had to have written something about that? Yeah,
3: and- I mean, I I think I wrote what one of the players on the team, and I st- never told his name, and I still won't. You know, called me aside and said. We would rather lose without this guy than win with him. Wow! They didn't like Bonds at all. I mean, and he didn't care. He was his own guy. One thing I'll say about Barry, he was never a phony man. He didn't care if you liked him or not. Um, I think Benia was something of a phony. He wanted everybody to like him. Barry didn't. But I mean, I I, I probably ripped Barry for that. I mean, because he he abused Bill Verdon, and Leland yeah. just couldn't take it.
4: Oh, that's what was the trigger.
0: Right. 50-minute mark uh, brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Guess what, Ron? What? Guess who's on the Sullivan Super Service hotline right now? And I think he may be on his team bus. The man who coaches the NHL team that has the most points in all of hockey. (laughs) Dr. Rick Tockett. Hello, Tock.
11: How are you guys? Where's my man Cookie? Hi, Tock. What's going on? Uh, I, cookie i apologize when i was in pittsburgh uh, you didn't come back down you're, well i had to work to i stood outside down. there for an hour waiting for you <laughs> you should never wait for an hour i mean that's, <laughs> that's disrespectful hey you're you should, working you should, you should be like one minute but uh, we were in a we were in a bunch of meetings and then by the time i got out there i think the guy said yeah you had enough you had enough of me
3: uh, okay <laughs> congratulations to you on your great season
11: uh yeah, so far so good, but you know it's uh you know thirty games left. Um, you know, it's been exciting so far, but uh we got a lot of lot of hockey left and you know, being in Pittsburgh, uh you know, that city have won a lot of championships. You know the stretch drives are what it's all about.
3: Nope, I know, and uh I'm just so happy for you and Jim Rutherford and hopefully you can finish it off, man. I know it's it's a grind, that's for sure.
11: Yeah. Well, I just I just want to thank you over the friendship over the years of uh, professionalism. I know uh, you know we met in '92 and I got traded and uh, you know kept in touch over the years. Obviously, even as an assistant coach, um, you know when we won the two cups, you being around, listening to your show, being on your show, just the knowledge of all all the sports and hockey. I mean, in in, in all sports is where I've marvelled at you, and obviously your hockey IQ. Um, the questions, and, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about Penguin hockey and the way the state of the NHL and certain players, you know, the Crosbys, why why, are they so good and, you know, what makes Mike Solomon a good coach? Things like that. um, Great questions. I just remember over the years.
3: You're very kind, Talking, and uh, I I love covering you as a player and as an assistant coach, and still tell the story how you fought twice with that broken jaw.
11: (laughs) Yeah, Scotty Bowman wasn't too happy with me. I remember remember his The one he was mad at was uh, was either Chris King or uh, Darian Hatcher, and they were kind of going at Mario, and I said, you know, I had enough. And I went out there, and he didn't talk to me for about three days. He was pretty pissed. But I think at the end of the day, day, he knew I had to do it. Um, You know, how Scotty, uh, you know, he was very meticulous in certain things. But, yeah, he wasn't too happy when I fought those guys.
3: Well, I I know you always said you got to stand up for your guys, right?
11: Well, yeah, and, it, and the games change. I mean, it's not as prevalent. I mean, you can still, you know, if you can find guys that can play the game and every once in a while can drop the gloves. I mean, yeah, I mean they're great to have. But you know, intimidation now is with speed. Uh, if you do get hit, get back up. You know, own the front of the nets, own the blue lines, own the battle areas. That's how you. That's the tough hockey nowadays. And every once in a while, you got You got to step in for a teammate. Uh, I, I think that'll never. Hopefully, it never leaves the game because. You know, you're we're we're a sport with sticks in your hand, and I think that kind of alleviates a little bit of of uh, you know the the chippy play sometimes.
3: Well, you got a hell of a team, man. Keep it going, and I really appreciate you taking the time. Talk.
11: No, as always, man, and uh, hopefully see you this summer. Uh, maybe I, for old times' taste, go uh, old time state, to hit the bottle shop let's, again.
3: Let's let's go. We'll go down and see Mark Davis. He'll meet us there, even though he doesn't own it anymore.
11: Oh yeah. we we'll get yeah, exactly. We'll get that table. We'll get we'll, we'll, we'll get support. Caulfield.
3: Caulfield can join us, right?
11: Oh yeah. Jay Brady, oh yeah. We gotta get Big J at the table. Oh for sure. I, I'm looking forward to that. See uh, yeah. Hopefully it'll be hopefully well, it'll
3: be well into the June if you make a long run, right?
11: No, I appreciate that, but it's a well deserved I know a well deserved uh, career. Uh put your feet up, get some sun, and uh, you know, enjoy sports as they always do.
0: Thank you talk. Good luck. Thanks for calling okay, talk. Uh, See sure. you man. That was a treat, huh Ron? Oh my god. You're you're
3: bringing him out here. <laughs> I wasn't quite expecting. I wasn't quite expecting this. Uh, he was as tough a pers- uh, athlete I've ever been around. Fought with a broken oh jaw twice. Yes. He said Scotty Bowman said what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Standing up for my guys.
0: Yep. What are we going to do from here, Bob?
3: How about Whoa. talking some sports? There's more. Le'Veon Bell wants to make a comeback. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's online too. I don't think that's <laughs> going to make the
0: show today. <laughs> I don't know that that's going to make the show. Ron, we might have to bring the house down here at 11 o'clock. I apologize in advance for this. All right. I think we're going to bring the house down. Uh, in case you missed it, our big announcement at 10 o'clock, a Pittsburgh institution, the man singing across from me, Ron Cook, riding off into the sun of Florida. Um. Last show is when, Ron? Thursday, Thursday. Correct? Thursday. Last column is Sunday. And you're welcome to call in and share your thoughts and feelings. But that was nice of Laura to call from over at the Pike. It was, wasn't it? It was. She's a sweetheart. That was very touching. Uh four one two nine two eight ninety-three seventy. And we have a big treat for Ron at the top of the hour. Almost as big as it gets, I would say. Oh, boy. Fan weather. <laughs> Brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Sunny through the day and a high of 49. Ron?
3: Joe, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, my favorite Pittsburgh plumbing company. Now I can relax a little bit and talk about something I really care about, and that's Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 20-plus uh, years in this market, getting bigger, stronger every day. Bob Beal, the owner, learned plumbing f- from his dad back in the 60s who said, son, treat people the right way, do a good job, charge a reasonable fee, and you'll have a long, successful career. And that's what Mr. Rooter Plumbing uh, has done. Uh, as I said, go- going on 21 years in this market, 50-plus trucks out on the road every day. Write the number down so you have it handy, 412 Rooter 2 412-ROOTER-2. The website's a good one, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. Pittsburgh.com. doesn't matter if you have a broken water heater in your home or a backed-up sewer in your place of business. The only number to call, 412-ROOTER-2. It is uh, Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. I can say that unequivocally. Number one overall plumbing company is Mr. Rooter Plumbing.
12: Call from mom. Answer it.
5: Call silenced.
4: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Thank you, Nelly. In case you missed it out there. The top of the 10 o'clock hour was our big announcement. And it's Ron Cook filing for divorce from me. No, he's been planning this for a while. He is riding off into the sunset to Florida. Hanging him up. Alex texts in, congrats to Ron Cook on his retirement as a younger person. I did not have the privilege to read his work for as long, but I've always enjoyed him on the radio. Cook and Joe have kept me company many days. That was actually a tweet, as is this one from Berg Sports Gonna miss Ron Cook's writing in the PG. Hopefully, the Gensel story he wrote in Sunday's paper is not his last. He's one of the best. Very Bob Pompiani sitting right across. Why is from he me. moving? Uh, so here. we can get him on camera for this special. Oh, day. I
3: didn't even know the microphone worked there anymore. I not either. I
0: haven't been here for a while. This is it working? I is don't, it working, Nellie? Can you hear Bob? Hello. I'm not hearing. Hello. Him. I'm not hearing you, Bob. Well, we can't on. do that. You have to go back to your other seat. I don't know. Nelly, can you fix that? I'm trying my best. All right. Vic was
3: just in here. I thought uh, it was okay.
0: I don't know. Anyway, Ron, Ron, I don't know what your Mount Rushmore is of favorite people you have ever covered, but I know for a hundred percent fact, this man is on it. So let's go back out to the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing Trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Caller, would you care to announce yourself to Ron Cook?
13: Uh, my name is Jim Leland, <laughs> and I want to congratulate <laughs> Ron Cook on his retirement. There's going to be a lot of Pittsburghers disappointed. They've enjoyed you so many years, and uh, certainly I'm one of them. And I want to congratulate you, although I think you're. You're probably doing this to just to take a little bit of attention away from the Super Bowl, but that's okay.
3: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim, yeah, congrats right. to you, man. Now I can say hall of famer, Jim Leland.
13: Well, I'm just so happy for you and proud of you and proud to be your friend. And, uh, you know, we worked together quite a bit over the years, obviously. So this is well-deserved and, and, uh, I was a little surprised to be honest with you. I didn't know anything about this, but, uh, very, very happy for you and, and uh, very grateful for our time together
3: well i'm looking forward to seeing you go into Cooperstown. that's where you belong
13: well i appreciate that thank you so much
3: all right jim thank you for calling appreciate hold it hold on uh, jim wait, one wait, more wait, wait, thing wait, wait, wait. we're
13: not going to let you off that
0: easily here <laughs> did ron ever piss you off over the years once or twice and how did that turn out
13: no i don't think he really ever upset me like that no i think uh you know, when you're in the managerial business, you're going to get some people that have different opinions once in a while. But Ron was always thorough. He was very honest, and uh, you know, gave his opinion, and uh, I respect that. So now uh, he's been a he's been a good friend for a long time, and, a, and very professional in every aspect. So uh, I wish him nothing but the best.
3: You know, I told the story earlier. Doc Emmerich was on, and and uh, asked my favorite Leland story, and I told a few. And I said, I remember the night when Collier and I came there to Detroit, the Penguins were playing in the cup the next uh, day. And I think we were in your office until 3 in the morning.
13: That's correct. I'll never forget that. I I spoke to Gene not too long ago. So, yes, I'll never forget that. You guys were over at uh, Comerica Park and, uh, you know, stayed a little late.
3: I think that was the game. Correct me if I'm wrong. You were thrown out twice right? Didn't the home plate umpire throw you out? And then as you're walking off, you started to go to the crew chief who was at third base and he threw you out and you go, what are you doing? He already threw me out, right? (laughs) Is that the game? That happened, didn't it? That's not my imagination.
13: No, that did, that did happen. I'm not sure that the, that the crew chief realized that the home plate umpire threw me out. (laughs) I think that's why that happened.
3: I'll never forget. You said, what are you doing? He already threw me out.
13: That's right. that's right.
4: So, Jim, we were talking about some of Ron's uh, best columns. He's written, you know, over 7,000 of them in this career of his. So that's a lot of them. But one of his was the uh, the, the, the Barry Bond situation when down in Florida. I remember being there watching that whole thing. Uh, and he was talking about how you both are you and Barry are just your own guys. You don't hide it. This is who you are. That had to be one of the more amazing conversations afterwards in your locker room.
13: Yeah, it was. Uh, There's no question about it. Like I said, I've been saying this for a while. now. That's not something that I'm really proud of. Just a misunderstanding that happened to be on camera. But that's the reality of of sports, the manager or coach. Sometimes things like that happen and it was all over. And, you know, like I said, I'm not the proudest of that. But Barry and I are very close friends to this day. Barry was actually probably the first guy to ever call me when I was elected to the Hall of Fame. So I think that pretty much tells the story. Well, good, Jim, we appreciate you calling. Good luck,
3: Jim, and thank you, man. Enj- yeah. enjoy All right. Cooperstown.
13: All right, you guys got it. Take care. All right, Jim. Congrats. How about he, that he, one, he's, Ron?
3: He's on the Mount Rushmore.
13: Yeah,
4: I knew he was. I knew he was. Three in the morning with some beer. I can only imagine where that conversation went. It, and it, it was
3: a night nobody's left it, in it the was locker the night room. He got thrown out twice. Collier. It was it was one of both of our favorite nights in the business. He was just he's such a great storyteller, oh, as you well know.
4: Yes,
0: I still want to get to the bottom of the Barry Bonds. The cap you wore that day, Ron.
3: I don't know what it stood for.
4: I don't know what was heads was was it a was it a apparel company? Maybe it was an apparel company, um, like you know CCM or Bauer or one of those kind of companies. I don't know. I never. I I,
3: I have no idea.
4: <laughs> for those of
0: you out there who don't know what we're talking about, the legendary Barry Bonds uh, Leland blow up at spring training that year. Uh, the the photos from that feature Ron two feet away from Leland in the scrum, uh, wearing a shirt that said heads. No, a
5: hat
3: that had it was a, a hat, hat, hat. Hat, yeah, a hat white that hat said with heads. like dark letters and exactly. capital letters heads, and nobody knows what it stood for.
4: <laughs> we gotta get to the bottom of that you, get, you don't remember how you I got no, it I, you know. I,
3: that was 32 years ago Yeah, but you have everything but it's to such tell an unusual yeah look in you your book. book yeah, yeah but i wouldn't a, put down i wore a heads maybe hat. that
0: when you bought it i bought a heads hat nah, today for heads quite, baseball bats, heads, quite, heads tennis rackets not quite that meticulous. heads ice skates not quite that meticulous david guido checks in congrats to ron cook on your retirement i will miss listening to you on 93.7 the fan My opinion, says David, one of the best to cover sports in Pittsburgh. Congrats again.
3: Thank you, man. Thank you, David.
0: Robert Lewis. I listened to Mike and the Mad Dog in New York City. You guys are every bit of that quality to my mind. You've been great to listen to over the years. Enjoy your retirement. Thank you. And Coach K, not the Coach K. Coach K, K, you reached out to Duke? Not yet. Okay. (laughs) This Coach K says... Hope Ron will check in from time to time. Happy retirement. Well deserved.
3: Thank you, Coach K.
0: You said your phone's blowing up with luminaries from Pittsburgh sports, no, no, Ron. Yeah,
3: and, and a lot of friends, a lot of friends. But, I mean, Craig Wolfley has become a dear friend. Um, you know, he and he, he, I told you about my column on Twitch might have been my all-time favorite. Um, I got to know Craig really well after Twitch was sick and He's just a great person. I know you've worked with
4: him. Oh, he's terrific. There's no question. I just got a text here from Kevin Colbert, who doesn't have your information, but he wanted me to pass this along. Ron, congratulations on your retirement, and thank you for all the great work you did, not only covering the Steelers, but also your work covering the Penguins, Pirates, and all of our great universities and their sports programs as well. All the best, Kevin and Janice Colbert. How Janice, about that?
3: Janice is a Beaver Falls girl. Yes, she is. Uh, and Thanks, Kevin. Um, Thank you, Kevin. Uh, and. I always said I liked his wife better than him, and I do. She's a Beaver Falls girl, (laughs) Karcheski.
0: We got things flooding in here, Ron. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this man's name. Ron will be (laughs) missed. It's okay.
3: I mispronounce every
0: name. (laughs) Just Joe says, congrats, Ron. Maybe I'll see you somewhere in South Florida. I hang in Bonita, Naples, and Marco areas. That's right where where I'm going to be, man.
3: That's right where I'm going to be.
0: Look out for Ron, Just Joe. Ron, there may be free beer for the rest of your life if people find out where exactly where you are. I think that's you know part that? of
4: the setup. He's, he's got this all figured out. It's meticulous in planning, and so now all those bars down there.
3: You know what? I'm really going to miss my hangout, Dominicos, Dom Lombardo, Filippo. Just great friends. Yeah. That's hard to leave. A They'll friend. be
0: down to Florida, won't they?
3: Yeah. They, Dom has a place in Myrtle Beach. Beautiful. Um, They go down there a lot, but uh, uh, just such great friends. That's my hangout. Stop by. I'll be there uh, next couple days. Stop by, say hello. Not today. They're closed on Mondays.
0: This is Andrew Destin from the Post-Gazette. You know him, Ron? I I do. I'll bet you don't. I've never
3: met
5: him. (laughs) I know.
3: I've never met half the people there. He is the backup writer for the Pirates and the Penguins, and he's a great young kid going to go far in this business
0: he says congratulations to ron cook pg on retirement thank you for being so welcoming to me from the first day i sat next to you at a penguin game and then at pnc i've long enjoyed reading your work and getting to call you a colleague these last few years has been a treat enjoy (laughs) he says with an exclamation point he's a
3: great young kid he's going to go far in this business
0: I always tell people Ron because their first question is, "What is Ron actually like?" <laughs> I say he. I'd be afraid to hear that answer. He can be a little bit cranky, but underneath, you find a very good man, and I know you agree. Oh, Bob. absolutely! You two are on uh, cups at the Brighton Hot Dog yeah, Shop. Yeah, that's yes, that's are.
4: that's one of the highlights there. You go down and and you see a cup with uh, <laughs> Ron and my face on it. It, uh, I remember when that came out, and the best thing about it was helping charities. So
3: yep, yep, they, they the hot dog shop donated to our charities. It was a great deal. That was our friend Reg. Yep.
4: When I went there, they were out of them. That's
0: how popular they are. I went there with my friend Jason Bumbles. We sat down, ready for a hot dog. <laughs> I said, "I want to, I want to drink out of the cook and and pomp cup. Where is it?" And they were out. I Ron, gave
3: you one, didn't I? Yeah, that's okay. at home. Okay.
0: Ron, you didn't think we were going to stop at one Pirates manager, did you, today? <laughs> no. <clears throat> of course we weren't. And that's why Sheltie is on the line. Hello, Sheltie.
14: Hello. Today's in because we got royalty and then Cook's leaving.
5: Incrinculate.
3: <laughs> in hey, I'm glad you called. You can make one last old joke for me, okay? <laughs>
14: Well that's how I was going to start. I mean, you cannot make any old jokes. I mean, you're retiring for God's sake. I'm I mean, old. There's nothing older than a retirement. <laughs> I mean, you told me for you told me for 5 years now you're talking about me being old and all this and you know, and now you're retiring for God's sake. Like what are we doing?
3: Yeah, uh, Shelty, thank you for calling, man. It's it's just time. You know when it's time and you know, Leland just was on a few minutes ago and he knew when it was time for him. It's time for me.
14: Well, congratulations. I mean, I have really enjoyed. Uh, I've really enjoyed the last four years being on every week with you guys, and you know the camaraderie and the going back and forth. And I told Stark when he texted me earlier that uh, I, I chose the time, and then he's like, Leland just chose it. So I said, well you know, the first decision I made this year was what time I was going to be on and Leland, a hall of famer made it. So I'm feeling like I'm pretty good on my decisions so far this year.
3: Uh, You guys are the best. I I hope you have a great year, man. Win some games. Will you?
14: Yeah, no. Yeah. Thank you very much. But again, in all seriousness, like I I cannot tell you how many times I'm out in the community and people stop me and talk to me about the weekly, the weekly show that we do together and, and how much they love it and how they love the back and forth and, you know, and everybody tells me that you look way older than I do. So uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I do look way older. I have a mirror, Sheltie. I, it doesn't lie to me, man. I know. You I could know. be
0: brothers, though. But I'm right, gonna be Bob? down. I'm yeah. gonna
3: be down near you. For I'm gonna be in Fort Myers, so maybe I'll come up and see you in Bradenton. Hey,
14: we open we open in Fort Myers this year, so my there you go. There you
0: go. You Take Ron out to dinner, get him drunk, <laughs> <or> whatever.
14: <laughs> February twenty fourth. my expectation is you were at that game. Yes. All
3: right, Sheltie. Thank you, man. I'll look forward to it.
14: <laughs> well, the only the last question I have is, how did you get uh, Pittsburgh royalty on for your retirement thing? I mean, I mean, you get pomp on. I
3: mean, well, you're, he's you're, here. You're, he's with us every Monday. Yeah, but this was oh, a special. It's not a special day. He's you know, with us
4: every Monday. He and I are on a cup together in Beaver County, so at the Brighton Hot Dog Shop. So we figured this is a good way to do it.
14: Nice. Well, good. Well, again, Cookie, congrats, and uh, I mean, it's been uh, it's been a heck of a run, and, and I appreciate everything, and I look forward to seeing you in the first spring training game. All
3: right. Good luck. I'll say it again. Right. Win, win some games. Okay. That's that's the plan. <laughs> see you,
0: man. All right, Shelby. Sheltie, thank you, you. See
4: you. See you, man.
3: Is he going to do it again? Have you confirmed? How about that? Have you confirmed? Is he gonna, I don't know. Is he going to do it again? I hope
4: so. He sounds like he loves it, so I wouldn't think he would It's a big
3: year for now. him. He does need to win some games.
0: You way, need to be at his game on February 24th, Ron. Come on, afterwards. that's their spring training I see, opener. I
4: want to see you in the clubhouse until 4 a.m. with him after yes. the spring uh, training uh, game. To yes, top the yeah, but he's
0: inform-
3: I, I, He's going back to Bradenton, so he's well, not, not. If you're be there, there with uh, beer, no, he'll be there. He'll be he'll the be team going back can go Bradenton. back
4: without him. All right, I have something here that uh, do you know Alex Peterson or Nicholson? I'm sorry, Alex Nicholson. He's an artist, a young kid. He's a teacher, but he does great artwork. And back in 2020, he made a pencil sketch of you. He does pencil yes, sketches I, of I, everyone. I have that, I So believe. he sends his congratulations with a reminder of what it looked like with his oh, pencil sketch. Oh, I have sketch.
3: that. I have yeah. it at home. It makes me look a lot better than I am, <laughs> I can tell you that.
4: So Alex sends his regards and the picture that comes with it.
3: Very nice, Alex. Thank you. I, I, I really like the drawing because it does make me look better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ed Bouchette has weighed in. Head was a major tennis equipment manufacturer in the day. Could that have been it, Ron? Maybe. Yeah, but it said heads. Were you a tennis guy? Did it, it didn't say heads say head. or did it, it say, head. say it head. said heads? I thought. Did it? Go back and look like at, m- let's go back and multi- look at the
4: photo and and well, try to cut determine off. that. Well, what? Go ahead, Charlie. Wait.
1: There were multiple uh, tennis coaches who've called in and said it was a, a brand of a racket.
3: Heads. Head. Yes.
4: Oh. He- it might have been. Did head. you
0: have I a friend I, who was a tennis player? No.
3: I might have just liked the hat.
0: Love I, means I, nothing to a tennis player, Ron.
3: <laughs> I, I I to this day I have no I'll take your word for it back there.
0: Charles. His name is Nelly. <laughs> Fan Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia Peters Township. Visit him at Southhillskia.net. Fan Text Line, brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Ron, at some point today, you're going to have to accept the fact that this is a celebration of you, period.
3: I want to talk about Le'Veon coming back.
0: You think okay. he's going to come back? No, I don't. <laughs> I did see the video, though. Did you, Bob? Yes, I saw the video.
4: I didn't see the video. What? You know, he's only 31. He said he's going to come back I know, but he looked like he ever. was 81 on his last and term. He said there's only one team that he'll play for, and, and that was the Steelers. I, I, I just don't see that happening. No, I don't. He me messed either. up, to be honest he messed up a good opportunity here that could have not just ended with more money but ended with more um he was a hell of a running back man yeah i mean they he had was a, good... a hell of a running back oh my god he was great he he
0: was he was on track to be an all-time great he was and had such a unique running style didn't he and he was a great pass receiver yeah we could out talk out uh, you know
3: you had big al villain and wave and de castro blocking for him couldn't have been easy cuz he he would he was so patient. Right. You know?
0: No, they would say that. They would say it took some getting used to, but um, man, I, I don't know that I've seen many runners in history with that kind of patience. No. No. It was like he would take a seat
4: and he see what opened up like and a, then go. Yeah, he was just kind of uh, looking at the situation almost in slow motion, like, where do I go here based on how this blocking is or based on where the defenders are? And he could make that quickly in his mind. It's too bad that he got a little too greedy for his own britches. And he could have stayed here for more money. And like I said, I think a possibility of doing some special things in the postseason. And you know what? He was also a great receiver.
0: Yeah.
3: He made that catch in, uh, was it the Jacksonville game? The playoff game over Jacksonville game. It it looked, a wide receiver couldn't have made that catch any better.
0: No, if you plucked him out of his prime and you told me he was my all-time running back at the height of his powers, I'd say, okay. But he's not going to get a chance to come back. Do you think so? No, No. I
5: don't. Eh,
4: It only takes one team, but I doubt it. Well, he says he only going to play with one team. Yeah, I forgot about that. It would take an injury. I think he'd change his mind if somebody came after him. somebody offered him a job. Ron, you ready to go back to Mount Rushmore in a minute
0: here? Can you take more of this? Uh, Go ahead. (laughs) We're going to do that coming up next. (laughs) God willing, and if the crick don't rise, we're going to do that coming up next. And, man, do we have some treats for Ron. What a lineup we've had so far. Should we be engaging these people in sports talk as well, or is that inappropriate?
4: Bob, here, take the mic. Like, wh- No, what? no, that's fine. It's Ron's day. He calls the menu, whatever he wants.
3: Look, This looks like us at Bowser when the microphone <laughs> right. didn't work. We both had to use the same microphone.
0: I feel like there's questions to be had out there for Al and Ben. I mean, Al and Ben. Uh, who was it? David.
3: David DeCastro.
0: Alan David um, for Sheltie, right? Maybe we can engage them in interviews as well, Ron. Would that be appropriate? You or know, no?
3: maybe maybe they didn't wouldn't call in under those circumstances. Yeah, that's true. You know true. what I mean? Well,
0: that would be turning it on them, wouldn't it, Bob? Yeah, I think so. If we that all of a sudden turn- ask Sheltie for his lineup or his uh-huh. rotation,
3: <laughs> hey, he never broke a story on on his show ever, anyway, right?
0: I think he broke one, but now I forget what it was. All right, Nelly. Coming up next, we have one of Ron's all-time favorites and an all-time great. Assuming things work out. And so far, they haven't. Nellie's throwing a no-hitter back there, Bob. Is he not? Amazing. This, this guy is-, is unbelievable today. There's a lot He's to manage. He's got all working.
4: There is yeah. calls coming in. He's setting up lines. All this Look stuff.
0: at him back there. This is the New Jersey Devils never played better than this in their biggest games. That's his favorite team. Did you know that? Really? Did you know that Nelly yeah. has a very eclectic and odd group of favorite teams? Why don't you tell
4: Bob what they are?
0: Devils, Buccaneers,
1: Mets, and Lakers. New Jersey Nets. I, I don't thought don't the Lakers. You like
4: losing.
0: Then you
1: like the is Lakers. No. No. Wait,
0: who's your favorite hockey? Hockey is Devils. Football mm-hmm. is Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Baseball?
1: Mets. I had a And basketball
0: childhood. is Nets. Yes. What do you make of this guy, Bob? He doesn't like winners. He likes to hang around. Teams <laughs> need help. Like you know, I said, tortured child. Therapist in disguise. Answer me this because we had, uh, was it City? No, it was Sean. Don't call me Seth Myers. Gained all of his favorite teams as a kid from video games. That's is that the what, Lakers. Is that He's the one that likes the yeah, Lakers. Yeah. Is that what happened to you?
1: Uh, da- my dad had a huge influence of what I liked. Um, also, in the area I grew up in, there were about like, 13 different sports teams you can choose from. Everybody chose the Yankees. I chose the Mets. Everybody chose the Rangers. I chose the Devils. Why the Bucks? Keyshawn Johnson. So I was a Jets fan. Then he got traded ah. to the Bucks, And they won the Super Bowl. And I was young and impressionable. And I fell in love.
0: Thank you, Nellie, and thank you for your fine work thus far. We're almost to halftime, and we have a 35-0 lead. Let's not blow it. I was just watching past Super Bowls. I can't stop watching them. They have little half-hour you know, recaps of the games with everybody miked in a row on NFL Network, one after another, after another, after another. First of all, the amount of times that Tom Brady had the ball in his hands with, with, with a winning drive or potential for a winning drive is ridiculous. Secondly, and these are random observations, Ron. I had forgotten how close Carolina was to beating Denver. And Cam Newton, I know he didn't go for that fumble, but his receivers let him down that day. Peyton Manning was horrible. Carolina should have won that game. Yeah. I I don't remember. I
3: just, the image I have is him not going for the fumble. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That happened. That's a that's the thing about those kind of plays. They last forever, like Bill Buckner. After that great career he had, right. how you think about his one play? Cam Newton is always going to have to face that because that's the first thing that jumps out of that. Even I know. That he had guys determine. dropping balls
0: on right. him left and right in that game. Yep. And then they showed the comeback 28-3. to three. Three. How about, how about that?
4: that? And Brady on the sidelines was – Oh, he great stuff. Not, yeah, he was mic'd up and telling people, you know, we're not done. Get going. We got to do this. And then Edelman
0: uh, in the huddle. When they went to after, yeah. the series after they go down 28 threes like this is going to be a great story. This is going to be a great yeah. story. And it was. And they came. And I forgot that they needed two two-point conversions. Yeah. I'd they have were down both. 16. They score two-point conversion. And then with under a minute left, they needed that two-point conversion
4: to force overtime. Yeah. And I, Dan Quinn, jeez, had it right there. Oh, my God. And then it slips away. And Kyle yeah. Shanahan. Yeah, exactly. They Man. had the ball in field goal
0: range late in that game. Right. And they kept dropping back to throw. And he got sacked And he once. got sacked.
4: Oh, terrible decision. Matt, Matt Ryan, right? Yeah. Matt Ryan, yeah. I'm that addicted was, to that stuff. It wasn't even a blindside sack. He knew no. the guy was coming. Yes. He stood there like a statue. What is he the, doing? I don't know. A lot of pressure in those <laughs> games, Bob
3: a few people watching, right? What are they saying this week? 115 million will be watching. Wow.
4: There and may be 115 million in Vegas, which is why I wouldn't want to be there this yeah, week with I the know. prices that they have and Speaking of Kevin Colbert,
0: and he just called to congratulate Ron here on his retirement. That brings up another little quick image from a Super Bowl. It was the one in Dallas. Steelers against the Packers. And normally when you see Kevin in almost any setting, very lighthearted, congenial, really good guy. Oh man, this was on the way up before the game, and he had his game face on. All right. It was amazing to see. I forget. I think it was no. him. Was Omar next to him? Somebody else? Probably Art. Yes, probably might have been Art, Art too. But man, it was it was an elevator of game faces. Remember
4: Jamie Dixon's game face on oh, game day? He'd oh, walk he would, across
3: the court. He oh even, my
4: god! I he I, had the most. Convincing or legitimate, genuine game face I've ever seen. No, and that you have, could not break his concentration. I saw him half
0: hour before a game in the hallway. I'm just like, yeah, hey, I Jamie. So. He was like, he didn't. I no. swear, he didn't see me.
3: I have one that tops both of the both him.
0: Rutherford, Jim Rutherford. Oh yeah, Rutherford. has You the could same not thing.
3: say hello to him. In fact, he'd walk up the hall and you'd d- dive out of the way, right? Because he was he, you. And if you said hello to him, I remember the first time. I don't know who was it. Jen Bolano. Or somebody like he was eating somewhere, and I walked up to him and said something to him, and he didn't like it. Not that he it's, he didn't. He's right. in his own zone. Right. And right. she goes, "You can't talk to him before the game." Yeah. And afterwards, fine. During, but I mean, before, no way. I'll never forget that.
4: I'd, I'd literally, I'd try to get out of his way. Or <laughs> right, yeah, you had to. That little, you know, where Sam yeah. is, the attendant. He yeah. goes into his back office. Right. You do. You see him, and you say, "Oh." Just don't even acknowledge him, and which is hard to do because you want to say hi, Jim. Good luck, Jim. Yeah, and you want I mean,
3: and he's the most accessible guy. Yeah. Otherwise, and and maybe as accessible as anybody in sports. Right. The beat guys have his number. He calls them back all the time.
0: Jamie was in a trance the day I saw him. I swear, he was in a trance. It was unbelievable. Didn't you get invited into Agnes pre pregame huddle one day, Ron?
3: Uh, I think in practice she introduced me to everybody. It was real uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> I got pulled in pregame. All oh, I'm innocently there to cover She'd her tried game. Try to sell
3: her sport, you know. And
0: uh, she was great. I'm innocently there to cover the game right before the game, and they're right before they get into. You know, they they're in the in the little hallway yeah, yeah. before they come out. She grabbed me and pulled me into the pit women's pregame basketball huddle <laughs> right before they went
4: on the court. It was unbelievable. My Bob. favorite or did my she f- want a pep talk from you to that? No, she just she-
3: wanted me in there. I don't know why. My favorite Agnes story is I-, I drove to Hartford back in the Big East days. I I went to all those games and I I loved them. Drove to Hartford uh like the the men were playing on sunday or saturday one day and the women were playing yukon the day before the pit women and the pit women got beat by yukon like 112 to 48 or something just a massive because yukon was the best and she got a technical foul in that game and i remember asking her afterwards i said agnes did you get your mother's worth and she goes that bleepity bleep, I'll never forget the one. <laughs> that bleepity bleep. And I go, Agnes, you got beat by 52 points. I don't care. He was wrong.
0: I love that. She had all kinds of enthusiasm. She did.
3: And all she wanted to do was sell her program.
0: Yeah. All right, Ron. We're going to take a little trip back to Ron's uh, Mount Rushmore of favorite people he's ever covered. I'm not going to tell you who. I'm not going to give it away. That's coming up next. Uh, South Hills Kia, fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them online at SouthHillsKia.net. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And I want to tell you about one of my favorite topics, and that is Gina G. Petro of Remax Select Realty. Here's the deal with Gina. You can't. Lose. You choose a price and a deadline. Home doesn't sell by the deadline. Gina will have it bought and turned into a rental. It's very literally a no lose proposition. Now, if you've ever sold a home before, you know things don't always go smoothly. Pat in Pittsburgh didn't have the best experiences with realtors before calling Gina. He'd listed his home with two other agents. There were only six showings in a stretch of more than two years. Pat was in a slump, right? And his home didn't sell. He lost all hope. This story is taking a very horrid turn. But when Gina told Pat she'd sell his home in less than two weeks, he thought, hmm, I'll give it a shot, but I don't believe it. So he was shocked when Gina told him there was an offer. It ended up only taking her 10 days. Gina lived up to her word, and Pat was finally able to sell his home. Call the only agent I would trust if I needed to sell my home in Pittsburgh, Gina G and Petro of Remax Select Realty. Call Gina, 724-602-9752. Google G Petro of Remax Select Realty and look up Gina will sell your home.com. That's Gina will sell your We get it.
2: Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But
0: what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Coming up on the 50-minute mark here on The Fan, which is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Ron, I believe we have another member of your Mount Rushmore. I don't even have to ask you about this one. In fact, this guy might be. Well, he's close. He's up there. He might be number one on Ron's list of all-time people he's covered. He's on The Fan Hotline Presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Ron, say hello to the bus.
3: Hello, Jerome. Hey, Cookie, how are you, sir? Terrific. Terrific. Thank you for calling, man. And he said you might be number one. You are number one. The best week (laughs) of my career was Super Bowl 40 in Detroit because of you.
15: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You, um, you have always been very great to me, very gracious. Um, you've always treated me as a person, not a story. So I have always appreciated uh, your coverage of me. Thank
3: well, you. That's very nice to say. But how's your mom? I uh, I still reach out to her every Mother's Day and every Christmas. How's she doing?
15: She's doing great. I was just in Detroit. I live in Atlanta now, but I was just in Detroit uh, and uh, got a chance to spend some time with her. So it was uh, it
6: was great.
3: I still I remember going to, to with the team. She made that fabulous meal, and she just rolled out the red carpet for me. And um, I, I still think about your dad all the time. I remember I I know they went to every one of your games, and I said. Mr. Bettis, what are you gonna do now that the bus is retiring? And he said, I'm gonna watch tape of every game and enjoy every second. And then what he passed away like six months later, right?
15: Yes, he did. He did, yes. But he got a chance to see everything, he got a chance to experience um the height of my career. Um and and what I take solace in is that he was able to go to every single game I ever played in the NFL. Mm. He made every single game. And so for them to be there and to support me and to, to share my, my wins and my losses, uh, but most importantly to be there at the pinnacle of my success to win the championship, for them to be there at, in our hometown of Detroit, I'm just so glad that he was able to witness that. Uh, before we lost him, and so that's that's what I think about all the time to to be able to make him proud uh, of his son.
3: Now, did I see on Twitter you have a son that's playing ball? Is that correct? I do, I do. I have a, I have a. Uh, he's a junior. Uh, he's a wide receiver. He's six, six three, six
15: two and a half, six three. He's a he's a tall boy. He, he gets it from his um uh, his father in law, my my father in law. Uh, was six three, so he's he's getting the height from the other side of the family. Uh, my side of the family, we went outward. We didn't go <laughs> upward. <laughs> Send him to Pitt. Send him to Pitt. Is Geroma. he going to Notre Dame, Jerome? <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't know that they're recruiting him very seriously, um, uh, very heavily. So I'm I'm hoping so. Uh, I would never, uh, you know, speak for him. I would I would hope he would. I also have a daughter. My daughter, my my oldest, she is at Notre Dame right now. She's a freshman at uh, at Notre Dame. So if I could have both kids in the same at the same school, that would be incredible. So I'm, I got my fingers crossed.
4: Wow, you have a lovely family, Jerome, Jamaica, and you've raised two great kids. You should be proud of that. I want to go back though to Gladys's dinner uh, because I know Ron likes to eat um uh, and he also <laughs> likes to drink hey not like so, not
3: like Casey Hampton i remember uh, uh, i remember Ferrier goes uh, uh, he's on the seafood diet he sees food and he eats it right <laughs> that's right he had a he had a double plate you know right <laughs> cookie, cookie
15: didn't get the double plate he only got the single plate but as you know cookie likes to talk too so he was he was holding court <laughs> he was holding court and eating he it's a, it, that is a a true gift to have that ability to, to eat and talk the way that Cookie could. He is um, very special.
4: <laughs> well, Gladys had her work cut out, I'm sure, with the amount of food that was being out there, but she's a great lady, and I know Ron really did appreciate that. He has told that story a million times, and I remember uh, we were still doing your show uh, at KDK, the Jerome Bettis Show, and Ron was – you You remember coming down there, Ron, don't you? Yeah. The whole week. Absolutely. It was, it was pretty amazing.
3: Jerome, the, what I remember best, though, of all – uh, I was invited to your, your, your brother, John, and you invited me to your going away party. Your, I know even win or lose, Magic Johnson was going to host that party for you uh, at the club. And I remember writing about you winning the Super Bowl, going, taking a, going back to the hotel, taking a cab to get to the party. And the cab couldn't get within a mile of the place. So I it was So much traffic. I walked. I get in there, and I know my name is on the list, but I can't get to the door to get in. So I called John, your brother, and his mailbox was full. I called you. Your mailbox was full. Finally, the only one I had left was your right-hand man, Jamal Dokes. I called Jamal. The second ring, he knew my number by then. He goes, Ron, how are you? Where are you? And I go, I'm trying to get into this party. And he goes, your timing is perfect. We're pulling up in a limo around back. Can you come around back? And I said, yeah, but it's gonna take me a minute or two to get there. And I'll never forget Jamal saying, We'll wait for you. They you waited for me to go to Magic Johnson's party. I'll never forget that. Well well here's the thing,
15: Cookie. It it it, it was it was actually my party. Magic and and Mike Tyson were, were there uh to uh to celebrate with me. Um and you could have written a book about all the stuff, the inside stuff that you um, were a part of uh, throughout not, not only the the, the Super Bowl week, but throughout my, my career. So I just say, thank you for not writing the book. (laughs) Uh, You
3: know, Jerome, I, I remember I talked to magic. I talked to magic, got to look up to him. He was so tall. Tyson scared me, man. I didn't want to get anywhere near him though. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, what a party that must have been Jerome. We appreciate you calling in. That was really nice. Jerome. Of you.
3: I can't even say thank you enough, man. We'll be in touch. Okay. And tell your mom, I ask about her. And, and Ron, I just want to
15: say on behalf of, of every player that has ever played in, in Pittsburgh, thank you for your coverage and what you have, have done. But not only that, what you've meant, uh, to the city of Pittsburgh and to all the listeners, um, that follow you day in and day out religiously. Thank you for uh, you being yourself and and being authentically you.
3: Thank you, Jerome. We
15: appreciate you. Thank you.
3: Very much. Good luck to you, man.
0: All right. Take care. (laughs) How about that one, huh?
3: Yeah, Joe, you pulled out the stops, man. (laughs) Well, I got one. He's number one on the all-time list.
0: Well, the next guy might be tied, Ron, or he might go to penalty kicks with Jerome, Uh and he's on the line momentarily here. And we're going to go back out to the Sullivan Super Service fan hotline. What was that party like, Ron? Did you fit in with the Uh, Magic Johnsons and Mike Tysons of
3: the world? I I, they waited for me. First of all, can you imagine them just sitting in the limo waiting for me? So we're going up the steps, the back steps, and I got separated a little bit from them. um, And I finally get up to the top of the stairs, and it's wall-to-wall people. And I I see a roped-off area in the back. And I'm, I figure i got to try to get there. And just as I step up to the top of the stairs, I see Jamal standing up on a chair, like, pointing at me. And like the Red Sea parted, everybody let me walk back in the back. Well, Bob, you haven't even
4: cool gotten that? that kind of treatment, well, have I mean, I'll you? That's I, as red carpet as you can
3: get. It's, it's, <laughs> the, it's the best week of my career because he gave me total access and I followed him around. Probably was in his limo half a dozen times, including after the game. So... Now, uh, the party, not the party, didn't end at Jerome's, at Magic Johnson's. Um, Jamal says, uh, Jerome wants to go back to the team hotel and celebrate there. I rode back in the limo with he and uh, Jerome. It was like 45 minutes to get there, and Jerome goes, you want to come into the party? I go, no, I I went to your party. I, I won't feel comfortable going to the team party. I don't really belong there. And that's how it ended. Is that a story, or is that a story?
0: Well, you didn't think we were going to stop at one of your favorite ex <laughs> Hall of Fame Steelers, did you, Ron? No, I didn't. We've got another one on the line, Mr. Jack Ham. Hello, Jack.
12: Hey, Joe. How you doing? Hi, Ron.
0: Hello, <laughs> Hammer.
12: I've uh, I've got a little issue. I, First of all, I'm glad you're you're finally retiring. You won't call me Jack Lambert anymore.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I've done it twice, twice, twice. Uh,
12: Okay. And also, I I think that Charlie calls me and said, I'll put you on around 1140 uh, to talk to you. But no, I get bumped to 1150 because of Jerome Bettis. So I'm behind (laughs) Jerome Bettis as well. And to be honest with you, I always always thought Bob Smyzik was a great writer. So uh, I'm
6: not I'm
5: not
3: I <laughs> oh, oh Jack I'll tell you Jack is one of the few people who knew about this a long time oh. ago I confided in him yeah. um and he's been on our show so many times and I always say he taught me more about football than anybody
12: <laughs> Well I know, all I know is you you come to all the big games for Penn State, either Michigan, Ohio State and uh and uh I'm gonna miss you, Steve Jones as well up there in the broadcasting booth and uh you've had an incredible career as a writer and broadcaster and uh and just enjoy enjoy your retirement.
3: Well, Jack, thank you, man. I'm gonna miss those games too. I can tell you that maybe maybe Penn State will win one of those now <laughs> and then, huh? What do you think?
12: Oh, ouch. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Ron. Uh, again, Parting you know, shots. At least sure, they didn't uh, call you Jack Lambert. Yeah, at
3: least I didn't call you Lambert yeah. today.
12: Well, since the Lambert shot, I've been in therapy for the last few months. So, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> anyway, Hey, Jack, I guess, we, uh,
3: we did our show from the hall of fame a couple weeks ago, saw your bust, uh, pretty damn good. Pretty impressive. They had all 27 of the Steelers in one room and, uh, well, what a collection of players.
12: Oh, exactly. I, I heard, I heard a couple of your shows from, from, uh, Canton and, uh, and it brought back memories of all the guys I played with, and the great players, especially on that defensive side of the ball. So uh, it was a uh, it was very nostalgic for me to hear those shows out there. You guys did a great job.
3: Well, you know, we did a segment on picking your favorite bus, right? And I picked uh, I picked Jerome, and I picked Mel Blunt, and I picked you. Those were my three favorites. <laughs>
12: Well, I'm in very good company right there. I haven't talked to Jerome for a while here. I, I talked to Mel quite a bit, and uh, uh, Mel was the guy who just kind uh, of. Anytime you have the distinction of they change a role in, in the industry because of you, uh, that is pretty high praise. So Mel is one of my one of my all time favorites. Well, as
3: well, mine as well, and I you know I'll tell you this honestly. You've aged really poorly. Uh, you can tell you can tell you're 75 years old mel is 75 too and looks like he still could play doesn't he
12: oh, oh he's he's amazing i you know all that farm work out there on his ranch i think is. For him, i think and he is you're right about the fact uh and i see him quite a bit uh, we, we played some golf together and uh just a terrific terrific guy what he's doing with that youth home out there was just fantastic he still
3: rides those horses at 75 the strength yeah. you have to have to do that just blows me away
12: uh, yeah he, he's he, he's one of my all time, like i said one of my all-time favorites and uh but again congratulations for you though ron enjoy retirement in florida and uh and have a beer for me
3: i will do that and i will be in touch jack thank you
0: all right take care Thank you, Jack. Thanks, Jack. That was great of him Joe, to call. Joe, you in. just
3: keep bringing them out.
0: We're not done yet, Ron. No. We have some <laughs> unbelievable treats coming up sooner than you might think. Uh, fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado, fifteen hundred trucks. Sunny throughout the day, high of forty nine.
3: You know, uh, Jack Ham was born on December twenty third. That's my daughter's birthday, mm. and he knows that he sends me a note. Greatness happened on that day. Pretty cool. Speaking of which, pretty cool.
0: Speaking of which, our next guest, when I lined him up, asked me, "How is Ron's daughter?" We used to talk about her all the time.
3: Wow, that's all I ever talk about. She's my, she's my life.
0: So we'll tell you who that is next. In case you missed the news, the big announcement, top of the show, is that Ron Cook is heading off into the sunset. The sunsets, plural, in Florida. Right near Fort Myers, right in Fort Myers. My mailing
3: address is Fort Myers, in Fort Myers.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Bob and I are going to be going down, sleeping over, playing golf.
4: Yeah, It's definitely a trip. Ron will be cooking
0: up a nice dinner for us. All that's going to happen here.
4: You
3: know the best thing I make? Reservations. (laughs) That's perfect for us. That's the best thing I make.
0: That is perfect for us. All right. Another special guest and maybe a few more after that coming right up here. On Cook and Joe and Bob. First, football fans, FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge has the perfect way for everyone to get in on the Super Bowl 58 action with a no-sweat, same-game parlay. But when you bet on Super Bowl 58 on FanDuel, one game can meet a lot of wins. America's number one sportsbook has all your favorite bets like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets like... Isaiah Pacheco over yards. The guy gets like 90 all-purpose yards. He's averaging that, I think, over his last six or seven playoff games. Quietly, that could be a nice one. Combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. You'll get bonus bets back if your SGP doesn't win. Build your own or go to ones already built for you in America's number one sportsbook. Just visit fanduel.com slash Starkey if you don't already have an account. 21 plus present. In Pennsylvania, minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as is non-drawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
4: Joe, I want to talk to you about Shenderovich, Shenderovich & Fishman. Here's a number to put down. It's 1-888-98-TWINS. Remember that number, especially when you need a helping hand. You know, if you're injured in an accident, all kinds of accidents. But let's focus in on auto accidents because they happen when you least expect it. Five things that really matter to maximize compensation that you deserve. Number one, you got to be certain your auto insurance coverage includes full tort, underinsured, uninsured, and stacking. That all matters. Here's what's really uh, something that matters. you got to have the peace of mind knowing that from the minute you contact them, you pay zero, no legal retainers, fees, or expenses of any kind, until and only if they win or settle your case. That matters. you got to be certain the attorneys whose names are on the door that they're involved in your case. They always are. That matters. You work with a law firm that has a, listen to this, 99.7% success rate handling all types of injury cases. That matters. And how about this? Their fee is only 25%. It's not 40% like other fees from other companies. Nope, you get 15% more. That certainly matters because it's your money and they're working for you. So, Chenderovich, Chenderovich, and Fishman, you really matter. Call them at 1-888-98 twins because they've got your back and not your wallet.
0: Thank you, Nelly. Ron, let's head right back out to the Sullivan Super Service hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing HVAC provider for over 50 years. In case you missed it top of the show, Mr. Ron Cook right across from me here and to Bob Pompiani's left, I might add announced that he is hanging up the cleats, heading to Florida. This has been in the works for a while. And, Ron, our next guest claims that he was your first guest back on Cook and Vinny. Vinny and Cook, years, years, years ago. I know ago.
3: exactly who it is, Mr. But- Jamie Dixon.
5: <laughs>
16: <laughs> I wasn't sure. I You always said that, and I didn't know if it was Joe that said it or who took uh- – Blame for that, but I think it was you.
3: So, uh... Jamie, you uh, were our first it, guest on this show. Is that right? Okay. February fifth, February fifteenth of two thousand and ten. Uh, next week will be fourteen years we've been doing this show. You were our first guest.
13: Yeah, well, you always
16: said that when I've come on, so I guess it, it is true then. Okay, all right. I thought you said that to everybody. Buddy. Well, it is so
3: yeah, nice that's... that you called, man. Your team looks great at TCU. Thank you.
16: You ready Thank to make you. a
3: run yeah. in the tournament?
16: You know, I, I, we're we're there. I think we're good. We got to defend better, believe it or not. We we don't defend, and uh, uh, but we can score and we get up and down, and but um, just haven't got these guys to buy in defensively um, to what I need to be. So that's my job this week. We're off this week. We don't play till Saturday. So, uh, uh, but uh, good kids are working hard, and uh, but uh, well, um, you know we got work to do.
3: You not only were our first guest, uh, you also were the topic of a column that turned out wrong for me, but great for Pitt. I didn't like your hire when you were an assistant and never coached. And then, man, you made me look bad because you had a hell of a run, man.
2: Well,
16: I, I, I appreciate you, uh, uh, you know, clarifying that, but I, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, Skip Prosser would have been, I would have hired Skip Prosser too. And, uh, a lot of uh, uh, Herb Sendek. They wanted to get a lot of other guys, but uh, I've never been the first choice, and pretty much my wife either. So uh,
3: I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> we've
16: been together for thirty years. So you know, uh, you, you mentioned know, Skip Prosser. Kind of where you've been. He was yeah. ACC
3: Coach of the Year, and I mean, yeah. it made sense to me. And I, I guess he turned the job down. But man, yeah. Pitt certainly ended up with the right guy. Good
16: man. Well, and those were great people too, and great men. So I didn't mind it. Uh, I understood and uh, but I knew I had I had confidence in myself and uh, and the players believed in me and and uh, you know it's been an unbelievable run but we you know 17 years in Pittsburgh we're we're, we're uh, uh, it's still my kids home and you know I, I I've been thinking about it because my son now is uh, he's going into he's a film major he's a junior at TCU film and I know Taylor was do, doing film yep. down in Florida State and we always talked about that and and uh true uh, how's she doing she's doing doing great her career is
3: going good um yeah yeah. i i remember talking to you about that all the time you know jamie and thank you for asking about her i really appreciate it i i I always say my favorite event and joe i think will agree was the big east tournament Mm -hmm. and i miss i miss and bob too i love that i was at both of both of the time that Pitt won. uh you were assistant with ben on the first one and then won the second one those are yeah. some of my great memories, man. Yeah, well, we
16: had some ridiculous record of getting to the championship game, which uh, I remember at the time they said it. We'd been there like seven of eight years or something while I was a head coach, and, and uh, Villanova, their AD told our you know, we've had a pretty good basketball history. We'd never been to the championship game of the mm-hmm. Big East tournament. Like that was what we were doing, and it was amazing, and it was yeah, there was nothing like it. And the Big Twelve is unbelievable. But it's and it's packed and it's it's you know it's Iowa State, Kansas State, and Kansas, all their fans. But it is it's still not the Big East tournament, and and whatever it was, whatever it did, I think Madison Square Garden, I think the Manhattan, that that just you know you can't can't duplicate it. But there, there, was, there was, a, was nothing like it.
3: And I can tell you, the ACC, well, you coached Annette briefly here yeah. too. Not the yeah. same, Jamie. It's just no, not none, the same. Not even close.
16: Not even close. And our thing ridiculous. Like, the Big 12 is really good. I mean, it's packed. It's sold out. It's, it's ridiculous. They go to every game. But um, whatever it is, it's just not the same. And uh, um, and the Big East will never be same. The Big East was, was special at the time, and there, there's no question. And we went on a run. It just made fun. And I think it was almost better that we were kind of the bottom rung. And then we became, you know, the, the most consistent team, really the best team for about 10 years consistently. And, uh, um, you know, we uh, – yeah, I think we really appreciate it. And I think the fans appreciate it. Sure. We wanted more and sure we won the national championship, but, um, though those, that tournament was unbelievable. Well, it was special to us.
3: Thank you for providing great memories and thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. And good luck to you and your team.
16: Well, thank you. I didn't know Bob's on there, Joe. I mean, you guys were just have, have always been very good to me and very good friends and, and friends to my family. And so, uh, it's great to catch all three on one day. So, um, Thank you so much, and uh, it's, it's an honor to be a part of, uh, of this uh, historic day for you, Ron. So, thank you guys for calling me and reaching out to me.
4: Thank you, Jamie. Well, right.
0: Thanks for taking the time. I know you're busy, and good luck. Yeah, I know He's you got, got a
4: good team down there. Every
0: game, I was going to say, a big game coming yeah. up. Every game, there's a big game.
4: So, good luck, Jamie. He has this way of playing Kansas really hard, too, which I love to see. So, best to Jacqueline, too. Jamie, take care. Jamie Dixon, wow. how about that one, Ron? Wow. Huh?
3: I, I mean, I mean that. And I, Joe, I think you agree. The Big East tournament, nothing was like it.
0: That was your favorite event. Oh, Mine too. Super Bowls,
3: World Series, I Stanley Cups, nothing compared. NC, I mean, Final Fours, nothing like the Big East tournament.
0: I used to stay at Aunt Viv's apartment or get my own little hotel there. A little. None of them are big hotels no, in New York little, City. No, oh, they're little tiny hotels. not matter. Less than like the size of this studio. Yeah, and, and cost used, more than the studio. I used <laughs> to love
4: the Rosie O'Grady component of that. Oh. Just going down there after games with everybody coming down there. It's pretty amazing. It's just, uh, there's, not,
3: there's I mean, it's, it's I the still garden too. Dick the Ro- garden, the location, literally yeah. and figuratively, yeah. the brightest lights in college. Because right. the, the whole arena is dark except for the court. Yeah.
0: I remember getting into an argument with Bob Smyzik before the games one day about whether the Kent State team that had beaten Pitt was actually a good basketball team. We were arguing about that. I don't know why that memory came <laughs> up. But I also remember, Ron, getting there at noon, drinking coffee, having a All nice day. breakfast, and All then just day. sitting courtside right on the court. Yeah, it's unbelievable. John
3: Paquette was the Big East media guy. He was he, great. He always had my seat right at the foul line. At one end of the – I mean, not yeah. perfect. Yeah, you, in the first row, you couldn't have had a better seat.
4: Well, those are the days. Um,
3: and and right I covered one. I was at the six-overtime game, UConn. Syracuse. Pitt, and Pitt got beat by West Virginia that night. And I finished writing. I come out in a six-overtime game. And darn, if right right next to me, like two people down – remember Eric Dievendorf for. He was great Dorf. He was He jumped up. He was unbelievable. He jumped that. up. McNamara, on, he jumped up on the scorers table yes. right near me. That Ron, was great... I'll never forget that.
4: We have another We have something guest.
0: else coming up and here.
4: So instead of us introducing us uh, him to you, he's going to do the honors and this is your life, Ron Cook. Gentlemen, our special guest is
8: Hey, uh, long-time caller, first-time listener. Uh, <laughs> Big fan of the show. Uh, it's not going to be the same without Ron. No offense, Starkey or Bob Pompiani, Annie. Um, but without Ron, it's just not going to be the same.
3: Oh, man. Um, <laughs> how are you? He didn't ben? recognize your voice how at first. How are you, Ben? I didn't recognize your voice at first. How are you? Well, it's,
8: it's been a long time since we've done a radio show together. We did it for seven years,
3: man. Seven years. <laughs>
8: I wanted to call and congratulate you on retirement um, and just say it's been awesome listening to you. Ashley wanted me to tell you congratulations. Um, We are going to miss you dearly on the show because, like I said, no offense to those other two (laughs) schlubs in there with you, but it just won't be the same without you.
3: How is retirement? Do you recommend it?
8: I do. Um, I'm on my way to pick my kids up, which I know you are long past any of that um but uh it it is a it's a great thing to spend time i i hear you are you going to be in florida is that where we're we're moving to i I got to leave this beautiful weather i got a
3: place in fort myers i'm really looking forward to it i'll be down there sunday watching the super bowl from there and i'm looking forward to it but i wanted to tell you while i got you here your podcast we 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 use clips from it all the time it's tremendous
8: Oh, thank you. I, I owe it all to Spence. He's the one. He's the brains behind the operation. I just talk some football. And, and of course, our special guests, like the one sitting in there with you, that, those always make it special.
4: Yeah, and I still – I did uh, do know, good on the I, well, podcast, didn't I? <laughs> here's the thing. I, everyone down there in the basement, which is a beautiful basement, by the way, and I still want a golf simulator opportunity, got food except me. Now, why was that? Well, because I we got – a. Like a message or
8: everyone say on the Instagram page saying from your wife asking us not to feed you too much, so we
4: just back off. <laughs> okay, that explains it. I re- I, re- I take myself back. Forget the question.
3: You know, Ben, we get we get calls here all the time. Now the Steelers have just hired their offensive coordinator. People wanted you to do it. I said I can't. I, I don't think that might work out. those guys put in like twenty hours a day, don't they?
8: Yeah, I mean, I, I, they, they definitely, I mean, they, they work more than than the players do, uh, and and I was one of the reasons to, to be done was to spend more time with my family. I mean, my son, he, Benjamin, asked me all the time when it was having dad. Would you consider? I'm like, buddy, do you want to keep seeing me, or do you never <laughs> want to see me again? Uh, you know, in, in all the times that we're together. So, um, no, I think they, um, they made a good decision uh, by not going with me.
3: Well, uh, thank you for calling. But those seven years on this show were wonderful. You made you made national news almost every week.
8: Yeah, I got comfortable sometimes and just talked. I got to be better at that. <laughs>
4: well, I'll tell you what, I, and I speak for Ron and Joe, but I think you've done a heck of a job. You and Spence—that's I, you know, when if someone had told me you were going to get into this, the way you've gotten into it, you made big, big strides quickly. So I think we're all pretty much fans of the show.
8: Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Like I said, it's just it's a, a guy and his buddy sitting in the basement, drinking some beers and talking sports. It's not that hard to do, I don't think.
5: <laughs> really, Ron's, Ron's we gonna make gonna a living doing off that it. To
4: beach, he's going to be having all sorts of opportunity to drink at the beach, and he'll be tuned in, I'm sure.
3: I uh, hear uh, yeah, now. Your son is a golfer. Is that right?
4: He is. He's a good golfer. He's better than that. So I enjoy doing that with him. Uh, Easy,
8: Bob. <laughs> <laughs> he has i wish i was i wish i had his swing and, and his abilities when i was his age i'll tell you that
3: well you're gonna have to let me know when you guys are in florida i think you go down there a little bit to play some golf don't you
8: yeah we travel that way we'll have to we'll have to look you up
3: i'll come down and have a beer with you okay that'd be amazing Ben, good luck to you man thank you for calling right. congratulations Wish you nothing but the best appreciate it take care
0: thank you ben yeah thanks Ben. that's awesome <laughs> that was fantastic.
3: I can't believe the list of people you've gathered here.
0: What if this was a baseball lineup? I mean, we've had well, Ben, who... Bettis, Dixon, Tockett. Jack Ham, Doc Jack Emmerich. Jack Ham, Doc
4: Emmerich batted leadoff here, Bob. Yeah. Jim Leland. Two hours ago, I can't even remember. Jim Leland. Jim Leland. Big
0: Al and Dave DeCasper. Big
4: Al and Dave <laughs> I forgot about them. This is a, and this is only two hours and 20 minutes in. There's still an hour and 40 left. Who we knows? just had our halftime speech. Who knows here? is going to happen next. You, I, it, that was the uh, the that was amazing for Ben to call. You it. know, and the thing about it, all these guys, Joe, I'm sure, is you they're more than you know, as soon as you hit them up, they want to come on and, and talk to Ron. So that says a lot about respect for your career, Ron, for sure. It really happens. does.
3: Oh man. It was seven years we did that show, and I I really think it brought a lot of credibility to the station. No,
4: I think I don't it was probably the question. It was the signature yes. show.
0: Right? Yes. The, it was one of the best sports personality shows, while they're yeah. an active best player shows. Right. Probably in history, but, but, because Ben And he was
4: comfortable. Just said whatever he wanted. Yeah, and, and you guys brought it out of him. And it's great to, you know, that's the whole thing. Uh he was and he did it before Mike Tomlin spoke, which I always found very interesting. We, we should have that question. We
3: should find a clip from Tomlin, right? Uh, about oh him. is that great um
0: but i, I don't have to answer questions it, about ben's uh, no, radio show every answer. week <laughs> i'm
3: not gonna answer questions every week you know it, it's funny how it all came about you know he took some crap for coming to us because we're not the flagship station right and they ask him you know why did you go on the fan he goes ron's the only one who asked
0: me asked me that's right i mean think about it it was but right before the, it was Tuesdays, right? Right, right. It was Tuesday at eleven, and Tomlin was Tuesday at twelve. Right before the head coach talked, not on the flagship station. Think about the coup <laughs> well, that was for for us, and for
4: seven years. And I think and he really seven, really enjoyed
0: it too. And for
3: seven years. Yeah. And I, what I, were the I,
0: greatest I, moments on that show that you were flabbergasted the day you oh, used and the word said, I "flabbergasted"? He I not come
3: back <laughs> or something, and <laughs> I, I didn't even know what to say. I go, "I'm flabbergasted here." Uh, there was just so many of them that. He always told me, he goes, I can't tell you everything, but he said, I want to try to take you into the huddle, into the locker room, and damned if he didn't a lot of days. Oh, he
0: was great. Ron, we've had your all-time favorites now. I think we've just about completed Mount Rushmore. We're getting close, but none of them really are anywhere close to the person we have now.
3: God. What's cooking,
6: cooker?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's Ron's daughter. No (laughs) one
3: means more than her to me. You're right.
0: Hi, Taylor. How you doing, baby? Taylor. Hi.
9: I wanted to congratulate you on your retirement. I never thought I'd see the day come.
3: (laughs) Oh man. You're coming home tomorrow. We're going to the Penguins game, and then we're going to be we'll be at my place where you're living already for the Super Bowl, right?
9: Yep, that's the plan.
3: Oh man, she's the love of
0: my life, man. This is the best moment, Taylor, of the whole show. You asked me if
3: I was going to break down. This one's the the best.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we finally succeeded. <laughs> I love you with all
3: my. We heart, broke, baby. Uh, you know, I everything I do is for you. You know that.
9: I know. I know. George Costanza, Costanza had the human fund, but I know you have the Taylor fund.
3: <laughs> that is very much true. Everything I work for is the Taylor fund. Say hello to Bob and to Joe. Hi,
0: Taylor. Hi,
9: Bob. Hi, Joe. I have a favor to ask because I've been asking my dad for some fan merch for years, and I'm hoping you can send him home
6: with a sticker.
3: consider it done there's got to be a sticker here see i i I, when they always passed out shirts and stuff i always got extra large for me i should have got small for her
4: we can take care of that Uh, this week i'm sure spec's listening she is
3: she is the world traveler and she's got stickers of everywhere she's been have you ever counted how many countries you've been to baby
5: that's
3: a good question it's over 20 but i don't know
4: wow just spent three. You're not weeks. even 30 years old yet, are you? No, you she just,
3: I told her Jack Ham's birthday the same date, December 23rd. Um, I just told him you spent three weeks in uh, Amsterdam just now, recently. And then last yeah. week you came back from Key West. Who who lives like that, Joe?
4: Not me. <laughs> Well, this is what your fun goes to. It's the Taylor fun, Ron. You work so hard so she can travel hey, the world. That's, I wanna, Taylor, That's tell a us, sign of a great father, though, by the way.
0: Yes, I was just going to say, tell us about, about the other side of Ron Cook, the Ron Cook that we don't get to see. You know better than
4: anybody. <laughs> Be careful, baby. Be careful.
9: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm
3: tight-lipped. <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, this is this is an uh, arms wide open show here. We can we can discuss these things.
3: You know, I'm a hell of a dad, Taylor. I don't mind saying that. I'm a hell of a dad.
4: Yeah, you definitely you are. are. You're not going to give anything up here, Taylor. I mean, not one. Not thing. one good story. Disney, Disney yeah. World. Don't you guys way, go there you for all your the help time? from Disney World. I appreciate we
9: got it. We good Disney stories. We did all parks one day once. We hit all the rides, and it was a great time. We got good memories with our family dog Bubby.
5: Hmm.
4: Is Ron a roller coaster guy? Yeah, I do okay. You can
9: handle them better than me. I, I need Dramamine.
3: We went on. <laughs> we went to the four parks one day. We went to, you know, like three of them, all four. And then the last day, the fifth day, we went to all four. And I think we rode everything we wanted to do except Thunder Mountain was down for. Uh, a rehab or whatever. Those are great right. times, Taylor, and she's already wanting me to go back when I get down there. I don't know if I, know. I can afford so- it now that I'm going to be a retiree on a fixed income.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's where you got to pick it up, Taylor, and yeah, say, I'll "It's about time your you dad. you're doing your it's job time. is great.
3: You know, Jamie Dixon was just on. He's the former pit coach basketball, and his son is now a a film major at TCU, and he always asks about you and he even during when he came on just a little while ago, he said, how's Taylor doing? How's she doing with her career after Florida State? So nice of him to remember you.
9: That is nice. I know you talk about me
0: enough.
3: I do talk about you. Joe knows. Don't every you, Joe? day.
0: Every single day.
3: I love you, baby. Thank you for calling. I'll see you tomorrow at the airport, okay?
9: I love you, too. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: All right. Thank you, Taylor.
3: That's the best, Joe. They had a roast for me a number of years ago at Jurgles. And Bob couldn't come. He blew me off. But he did a video of it, by the way, which (laughs) never surfaced. I think if it would surface. No, I don't want it to
4: surface. um, I've had a lot of things I don't want to surface. But they had
3: her do a thing that was unbelievable, was like the hit of the thing. Mel Blunt showed up for it. um, And it was so great. Um, Ben did a video of it. But she was the best part of it.
4: She well, was the best because she knows you better than anyone. Uh, she was in what life she did was, she
3: goes. I love to read my dad's notifications, and then it was like, uh. we we hate you, bleep, 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 bleep. She's doing all. She's reading him. bleep, 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 bleep. You, yeah, you stink, you suck, bleep, 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 bleep. She did a fabulous job.
4: Now, those notifications could be tough, especially on kids of <laughs> of parents if oh, you start reading them. But, man. yeah, she's doing a great job down there. She was helpful for us when we went to Disney because I didn't know anything about it. She, she knows it
3: like the back of her hand, yep. how to do it, how to get passes and stuff.
4: Well, so far, you've had a pretty good day here. It seems guess, like you've uh, gone through the gamut of all the people who have been Very, very important in your sports reporting and column life.
0: Are you kidding me, Bob? We haven't even started yet. Let's go back out to the Sullivan (laughs) Super Service hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. We just had the guy who threw the pass to beat the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. How about the guy who called the play? Ron, would you like to talk to Bruce Arians for a moment? I'd love to. Here he is.
3: Hello, B.A.? Hey, Cookie, congratulations, my man. I failed at retirement twice. I hope you do better than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. yeah. I I still see that play. Obviously, uh, Super Bowl week, all the highlights. That pass from Ben to Santonio, it's right there, isn't it? As one of the all-time greats. I don't
10: know three guys that could make that pass besides Ben. I mean, uh, what he did on that play was just amazing. And... Uh, yeah, and then all Tone had to do was put his hands up, because Ben put
3: it right on the money. Man, uh, what are you doing these days? Are you, are, are you still in Tampa? I am in Tampa at the moment. Uh, i still consulting for the
10: Bucs for one more year, and uh, then I'll be in full retirement.
4: Don't let him kid you. He's playing golf every day. He's, He's in Georgia, right? Aren't you four. at your place
10: in Georgia? Yeah, we're there full-time, and uh, we're I came down here. The weather's a little better for six weeks, and uh, still got our place here, so... Uh, yeah, I'm playing golf every day. That's right, Joe.
3: Wow, what a career you had, man! And and, and to get those Super Bowls, just amazing.
10: Yeah, it was uh, it was a thrill, man. We had such great times there in Pittsburgh. You guys were so awesome to work with. Uh, I don't know if there was, you know, Arizona was great too. Tampa's been good, but the press there, I thought was I thought you especially were um, the best guy to ever work with.
5: Well, mm.
3: you're very kind. That's to, high praise, You're Ron. kind of nice to say that, B.A. It just uh, the memories you guys provided. We just had Ben on a few minutes ago. I mean, what a career. He. I mean, how about the quarterbacks you've worked with over the years?
10: Yeah, I always found out I was a hell of a lot better coach when I had Peyton, Tom, Ben, Carson, uh, Tim Couch. I was a lot better coach when I had those guys. Always, They always make you look smarter, don't they? Definitely, definitely.
0: Well, Bruce, you were quick to answer today when I told you what was happening. So uh, I, I know that means a lot to Ron. And you just mentioned he said the best guy he's ever worked with, Ron, in the media.
3: Oh, that's very kind. I think he tells that to all the guys, though. No, that, yeah, you're a special cookie. You know that. <laughs> B.A., thank you, man. I like you had my back. Thank <laughs> you, and good luck to you, okay? And I'll be in touch. I got your number. I'll be in touch. Thank you, my man. All Alrighty. the best to you, brother. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Bruce. Joe, what
5: are
3: you doing here? <laughs> I mean, seriously. It just keeps rolling.
0: I know. And it ain't stopping anytime soon. Well, we it to stop at 2 o'clock. Are you keeping a list here, uh, Nelly, of who we've talked to? I've lost track. Who have we talked Everybody. to?
3: Everybody. I, uh, I I, wrote. I got them all down We've
0: talked to the entire Steelers roster of 2005. <laughs> and there's more to come. Oh, my God. Ron, should we? Go to this now or come back to this? We're going to have to come back to him. Okay, he understands. I think I got to read here. He knows the business. <laughs> we have a special treat working. for you, Ron. <laughs> okay, can you tell him that? Tell him that that things have happened here. We'll get to this wonderful man next, Ron, one of our favorites. First, uh, Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee Unless we get money for you. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at SouthHillsKia.net. And listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Ron. Joe,
3: February. It's February. is the month for love. Oh. And if you would love a new truck, then Sun Chevy on Route 19 in McMurray is the only place to go well qualified uh, buyers can get a 2023 or 2024 Silverado 1500 for 2.9% APR for 72 months when you finance with GM Financial that is definitely a deal that you will love terms and conditions at sunchevy.com and if you don't want a truck well You and your special someone can discover other new opportunities together in any new Chevrolet. Remember, Sun Chevy carries all major brands of tires, custom wheel packages, and a full line of GM accessories uh, in their parts department. But the biggest benefit of all, they're people. Over 500 years of combined experience serving their customers. They'll keep your GM vehicle uh, looking and running like new uh, and 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 sh- and shop their entire uh, catalog at sunshevy.com. Visit Sun Chevy on Route nineteen in McMurray, five miles south of South Hills Village and Sunshevy.com to find the truck or car you will love. Chevrolet, find new road.
0: You didn't think the treats were over, did you Ron? <sighs>
3: what you guys have done is just incredible. Incrinculent actually. Very incrinculent. In we crinkulin.
0: haven't even begun on the Sullivan Super Service fan hotline, Ron, let's see how long it takes you to recognize this man's voice because there was a time in your life when you heard it every single day. Oh. Nelly?
2: Oh, man. It's nice to see you guys I haven't changed the music since I left.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr.
3: richichi isn't
4: it? <laughs> oh my! Isn't it?
5: That's what it sounded. No,
3: it's, no it's, like, it's
4: horse. It's your horse. It's horse. Oh, it it's sounded the like first Vinny. Horse you rode. Hey, I'm
3: having trouble. <laughs> I'm having trouble. I did not recognize Ben's voice. I know you And I'm begging you to you tell say, me. I'll
0: apologize, is. horse, on behalf of the entire show.
3: Horse, I thought you were Vinny. That's a hell of a <laughs> thing to mix up, isn't it?
2: Oh <laughs> That's, uh, I should just hang up right now.
3: <laughs> That's okay. I've called Jack Ham, Jack Lambert on two different occasions. So, and he, of course, mentioned, he called in earlier and mentioned that, by the way. How you doing, well, man? I, How's life treating you? Life is good. Life is
2: good. But it sounds like yours is about to be better.
3: So well, I I'm, just, I'm uh, excited and apprehensive, all at the same, you know, looking forward to it. Going to miss the guy across from me and Bob. Um. Joe's been the best, the most fun I've ever had doing this. Mm.
2: Well, Ron, I I just wish you the best. Uh, You deserve it. You've had a great career. I'm honored to have spent so much time with you uh, as a person working next to you, but I'm even more honored to call you a friend. Well, you're very kind. It means the most to me that you guys called me and had me be a part of this, so I really appreciate it. And I know that the fan... And Pittsburgh sports is not going to be the same. But I also now have no idea how I'm going to know where all the Mr. Rooter trucks are. With <laughs> <things up. laughs>
3: yeah, I see him. I'll
4: tell people where they hey, are. They go down to uh, Fort Myers. Uh, don't they? Uh, I, mean...
3: I think he, I think he's in Orlando actually. Um, how's the coaching business going?
2: Oh, it's great. It's great. We, uh,
3: we got to the Whitfield semis
2: last year. We unfortunately, uh, lost, but, um, we we expect to have a good year this year, and we're actually going to be in Florida for our first game.
0: There you go, Orlando. You can go she, so you see Sheltie's game, and then uh, see, horses, go see horses game. Horse, we've known yeah. you since Ron's known you since you were a little foal, and then a yearling, and then a suckling, and now a full-grown colt.
2: <laughs> well, I you know the story today is obviously Ron's retirement, and we're celebrating Ron. But I think as Ron, as a journalist, should be searching for the real story because now it's me, Matt Cole, and now
3: you have forced Ron into retirement. The story is you. St- wow, Starkey, there is a
0: story there.
3: Starkey is uh, he's hard to work with. <laughs> there I know. It's a he's story hard. there. You know what? I, I think it's and his Seibel, sing- and Seibel and his, who else? I think it's his singing that drives everybody yeah. away. right? Yeah, it
4: might be.
9: It, it, Finest
4: man on earth. <laughs> thank you horse it's see actually uh, the yelping that did it you uh, know, it might have so. been the yelping. yelping is
3: bad too all right horse i'll be in touch man see ya ron thank that, you all good right good luck to you i can picture you on a beach already uh in With my a speedo. A speedo in my speedo beer. yep in
0: my speedo a beer in, in hand that's
6: the part i was
3: hoping you had left out yes <laughs> see ya, man
0: thank you, thank you horse
3: i heard us beginning I'm, i thought it was Vinny. Wow! I thought it was, that was funny.
0: I, the I mean, one that really bother. Very nice I, to hear, from you.
3: I didn't rec- recognize Ben's voice. I know and he's talking, and I'm going, who, 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 who? I didn't want to call him the wrong name, and then finally he tells me, smiling over there.
0: I hadn't thought of all the people who have quit on my watch. I'm like Miles Garrett when he puts up the little gravestones of the quarterbacks he sacks. <laughs> you, uh, this you, is unbelievable. you ran
3: through some people, man.
0: You think we were going to stop at one of your former producers, Ron? You were wrong, because here is a little man named Folsey, who actually is in the suckling phase right now. Hello, Folsey.
9: For one final week, it's the (laughs) Cook and Joe show, and it all starts.
3: (laughs) Yeah, baby. Man, how you doing, Maddie? How's things going with you?
9: Oh, uh, doing great. Uh, I'm so glad to be on and just to be able to talk about you, Ron. I'm so happy to hear that you have Florida lined up in your future because this is exactly what I pictured for you. I wanted for you in the end, for you to just sail off into the
4: sunset That's and enjoy literally the literally what I'm going to do. doing it on his terms. Not many people <laughs> yep, get to yep. do that. Sailing
3: off into the sunset. Man, we miss you. Um, I know Joe does. He, cause he doesn't sing quite as much as he used to because all of his songs – we're about Fozzy, right? right? Somehow tied it's in very inconvenient to inconvenient, Yeah.
0: Can you come back? Yeah.
9: <laughs> I mean, I do still every time, every once in a while, when I'm starting to drift off to sleep at night, I can hear <laughs> the Fozzy <Foles-y> is.
4: And <laughs> You definitely miss it, though. Aww. I know you do. I see. Oh yes, of course I miss it, Bob. Of course, well, I really do.
3: One thing I'm going to request: uh, I got three more shows after this. One day we got to do another wheel. Uh, come yeah. one, yeah, come yeah. all for a wheel of ball. How
0: about Thursday, the la- his last day? Would you like that? I'd love to do it Thursday. Oh man! I think the enduring memory or one of them from our show together, Folsey, is the day. In fact, it was. It might have been this day of Super Bowl week. When an unnamed salesman, Marty Tuffer, (laughs) lined up what he thought was the the strength and conditioning manager of the Kansas City Chiefs. So we get the guy on the line. I'm starting to interview him. And he says, that's not what I do. That's not me. I'm not who you think I am. Remember that one?
9: I do. We had the wrong Barry. It was Barrygate, some may say. Barrygate.
0: Ron saved the it show really that right. day because
3: I kept I got I you interviewed, interviewed whoever it was you just I, interviewed but it. you know I'll, I'll never Joe and, and and you were horrified and I'll never forget Joe goes you know I, I hate them I'm not going to mention any blame for who did this Marty Tuffer <laughs> you know and he mentioned it like five times I, I don't want to say his guy's name but Marty Tuffer right
4: Where did, what what phone number did you guys get how could you have the wrong number it, it he was
0: set up, up he by set up by, by, okay. by Tuffer by Marty Tuffer who had the best intentions, I might add. And who was John Calipari's roommate at Clarion. You didn't know that, Bob, I did you? I didn't know
4: that. Yeah. No. How about that? Wow. How about that? How about that? Not
0: just classmate. They lived together. They lived together. Yeah.
3: John Calipari. Never forgot where he came from, did he?
0: He had the best of intentions that day. Getting And Ron's first first thought was, how are we getting this guy, the fr- it was a Friday, the Friday before the Super Bowl. i like, I don't know. Yeah, we just saying, got him.
3: He's got nothing else to do but to come on our show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Folsy, I'll never forget it.
9: Me either. And Joe and I just collapsed. We we couldn't handle what was happening that we had the wrong berry on the air. I remember Joe literally collapsing on the floor like what what is happening right now? And Ron put his cape on and did the interview. I did save the show yeah, that No, I went while you were talking. I, I
0: went back to Folsy. I said two things. One, we'll forget this in 20 years. Two, who are we talking to? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was great. And I said, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> and the guy who screwed it up, not to mention any names, Marty Tougher. Marty 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 yeah.
0: Folsy, you're a wonderful man. Ron, would you like what? to say goodbye to Fulsey?
3: We'll talk again on Thursday, right, for a wheel of ball. Come one, come all. Yeah.
9: I'll have I'll have more Ron thoughts for you then whenever I join on Thursday. But just real quickly, Ron, I always um, it was always a joy to work with you. I always respected you even before I met you because I grew up here in Pittsburgh and you were a Pittsburgh sports uh, icon. And it was an honor to meet you and work with you. You always treated me with respect from the first time I worked with you to the very last, and always appreciated it and uh, the work that I was able to do for on the show as well. And I uh, thank Joe for that as well, for including me so much in the show and allowing me to participate with you guys. And um, we'll talk more on Thursday.
3: Maddie, thank you, man. Good luck to you. Appreciate you calling in.
0: Miss All you, right, ski Ron, instructor. See you, lounge lizard. Lounge
5: <laughs> lizard.
3: Oh, you had a number of nicknames for him.
0: Goodbye, ski instructor. There he goes. I think he's gone. Bullsy. Hmm. Ron, this is. This is unbelievable. Oh my God. You've impacted a lot of people.
3: Oh my! God. This
0: is like the end yeah, of this, "It's a Wonderful Life." This
3: this whole list of people I have is just incredible. incredible, It really is. I mean,
0: what's the saying at the end of "It's a Wonderful Life"? No man
4: is a failure who has friends. Is that how it goes? Something like that. I don't think that's exactly it, but the message is yes. That's that's your biggest accomplishment: the people you hang with, the friendships you develop. Yeah. And that's uh, a home run for you, Ron Cook.
3: Well, uh, it's just uh, it's been an incredible run. I mean, it's it's going to be it's going to be tough to leave the people behind that I really care about.
4: Well, they'll I know bet. where you live.
5: It's not that we far. all, it's all know it's where you live. all that's have my thing. number. You yeah, all everybody have has my their world. number, just like they
0: say in Disney. It's a small world after all. Can you get us on good golf courses, Ron? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you heard the story about. Uh, Josh Roundtree, didn't you?
4: Mm, I don't Josh know.
3: Roundtree came in here a couple weeks ago and said, guys, I'm, I'm taking a new job. I'm not going to be here anymore. He said, I'm going to be like the media director at the West Western Penn Pennsylvania Golf Association. Yeah, I know he got that job. And, and oh, you attacked him immediately. And, and, yeah. no, and I'm, I'm getting ready to say congratulations. And before I can, he goes, can you get me on Oakmont?
0: <laughs> Do you think he can?
3: Without, without hesitation, can you get me on Oakmont? <laughs>
4: And then congratulations. (laughs) No, but what's coming up is Oakmont Media Day next year, early in the year, in advance of the 2025 U.S. Open, and you should fill out the application and play. Do I have to cover the event then? Well, sure you do. Yeah, I don't. Why wouldn't you want to do that? I'd rather
0: just play the course.
5: Yeah,
0: maybe I will. That you know, was actually I, the only golf event I ever covered was what was his name? And this is back when you Angel, hated golf. Angel Anhal Cabrera. Angel Cabrera. Angel Cabrera in jail. Yeah. <laughs> he was smoking cigarettes coming down the 18th fairway. Yeah. It was
3: fabulous. That uh you're going to be playing golf. You're going to come down to Fort Myers and play golf.
4: Yes, I am. Ron, you have a lot of people now. Ron, you're going to need you're going to need to fill your time. That Joe, you can, tell them what golf does. It fills your time.
3: It, not too late. You know, my landlord, Chris Wappler, one of my best friends, lives in Cape Coral with his wife, Karen. And he just sent me a note last week. He said, I'm not going to let your lazy ass sit there and do nothing. There you go. He said, I'm going to start a poker club maybe like once <laughs> a, a month or something. I ain't playing poker because I might as well sign over my retirement. <laughs> Don't know how. And he goes, I also have an extra set of clubs. We're going to hit a few. And go out and play. Oh, that'd be and, great! Nah, uh, I, I haven't I haven't responded to that yet, but he did offer. So,
0: so you have invites so far from the show. Ben said when he's in Florida, get together for a beer. Al said Al, who lives in Miami, right, not right too far away, yep. wants to take you fishing and drinking. Or
4: <laughs> yeah, you can do both at the same time. That's one sport where you can do both of at course. the same time.
0: Sheltie. Has said that when he opens spring training, they play in Fort Myers in their opener. He wants to see you there, and he'll have a beer with you.
3: I've been very uh, blessed to deal with a lot of great people, a lot of great athletes, a lot of great people. You know, we focus sometimes on the negative, the the stuff that idiots do. Antonio Brown, for instance. There's so many good guys that we cover, Joe. So many. You'd agree, right?
4: Oh, absolutely. Those are the best relationships you walk away from because you know this is how you got started you met because of it the work you and do you build up relationships and then up. build up it's 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 a little bit more difficult today than it, it is used to it's be. a
3: lot more difficult than it used to be Well, i'm thankful up. i'm glad I, i'm thankful i worked when i worked
0: yeah. you know yeah i, mean, I agree with that
3: some of this stuff i couldn't i couldn't you know you you couldn't build some of these relationships
0: well Coming up next is a guy that I'll bet Ron has known for as long as anybody else in Pittsburgh sports. We'll talk to that fine gentleman. Next, Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing, HVAC service for over 50 years. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet Checkout, special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Sunny throughout the day and a high of 49. Ron, we began the show with a legendary sports figure who recently retired, and that was Doc Emmerich. And in case you just joined us, the news at the top of the show was Ron announcing his retirement. He is off to Florida. When are you leaving? Saturday. Well, uh, uh,
3: my last show is Thursday. I have an eye doctor in Swickley Friday, Dr. Terry versus, uh, Verse Stratton. He's the best. The best at, the best at absolutely at what he does. And then uh, we're leaving early Saturday morning, be in Florida Sunday in time for kickoff. Well, here we go. Super Bowl Sunday.
0: Here we go full circle because we have another legendary sports figure who recently retired, your old friend, Mr. Ed Bouchette.
4: Oh, man. Eddie Boo! Hello,
0: Ed. How are you?
17: I thought you would go out with your head banging the final time on your
3: computer so did work. i so did i
0: <laughs> ron i um, really did nope
3: nope nope nope. quality time left Dad. that's the way i look at it and ron uh, i can tell you the quality time is
17: great we both had great jobs both did it for a long time i would i would never trade what i did and i know you would never trade what you did nope but now you're going to trade it for something different you're going to love
3: well, I appreciate you keeping my secret. And I know you've known for a long time because <laughs> yeah. my uh, Medicare, the guy that helped me out with my whole Medicare, he helps in And I knew I knew he was you dealt with him, too. And like right. when I'm setting everything up, he knows everything about me. He goes, oh, by the way, I'm meeting with Ed tomorrow. And I didn't say, <laughs> please don't tell Ed. And I'll bet he told you the first thing, right?
17: Uh, he did. He did, Ron. Uh, And I will tell you, I heard early in the show you saying one thing's going to be nice. You sleep, you go lay on your bed, and you don't have to worry about what you're going to write tomorrow. Let me tell you, when you go to sleep is when the nightmares are going to start. You're going to be 20 minutes from deadline, and you have no idea what you're going to write. You're trying to catch a plane, and you can't catch it. You're trying to look for your seat at the Super Bowl, and you can't find it. You, it, hmm. I still have
3: those things. Uh, you and know what? Ed, and, well. and Joe and I have talked about this. I can't tell you how many nights I've been in an event and I can't find the locker room that I'm going right. to. I nope. can't find it. And I'm those thinking, don't go away, I, I think I only got require. so much time. I got to write, I got to get to the locker room. I have that all the time, but I am looking forward to. To not to not having to come up with an idea, you know,
17: and no more alarm clocks. Although you will, oh. you, you probably didn't use them anyway. But.
3: No, I get up pretty early, but I'm gonna walk every day, and 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 I can't say I'm gonna stop drinking beer because you know that's my life. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna be walking every day, and hopefully sleeping a little better. And I, I was just telling these guys uh, I'm gonna be in Florida for the Super Bowl, watching it with my daughter. Maybe get some pizza and wings or something. And for the first time in what, how many years, 40 some years, I won't have to write about it or talk about it, you know? Mm. And that's a nice feeling, isn't it?
17: Yes, it is. This man is the reason I covered the Steelers for 37 years. Tell us the story. The Post-Gazette had hired somebody else to cover the Steelers, and Ron was working at the, uh, covering them for the press, and training camp, Ron beat his brains in. I mean, <laughs> this guy was coming out with a nice cushy story, and Ron would come out with a bang, a big news story. And it was happening so often the boss finally came to me and he said, you're now on the Steelers. <laughs> and it, that was the summer of 1985. And I'll tell you, we competed the year before Ron was at the press, I was at the Post Gazette on the Maulers beat, the old USFL maulers and we had a blast we competed like oh, crazy, but it was so
3: much fun right and then
17: at night we drank like crazy <laughs> it
3: was it
0: was I'm shocked by that
17: Ed.
3: Yeah, it's a new development here Ed, we haven't heard that before and I'm the reason Ed got on the beat Ed is the reason I got off the beat because <laughs> you know they offered me a chance to do like special projects and I did Olympics and stuff and I didn't have to compete against him who's the absolute best
17: but I'll tell you, the, my first day there, there was five days left in training camp. They cut Lifford hobbly, which <laughs> a lot of people aren't going to know him. He was a rookie, third-round pick. That, that never happens in training camp. And I had no idea what this kid looks like. And Ron, you know, kind of helped me out. Even though he's competing against me, he said he's got the biggest ears you've ever seen. <laughs> and, and so as these guys are coming out the building, I'm looking at their ears, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this one guy comes out and he's got big ears and I, I start going to him and I go, Lifford, <laughs> Lifford. And Ron grabs me by the back of my shirt and pulls me back. Oh man. And he says, That's Elton Beals. Oh. El- and he was a huge fullback and this Lifford was a a, a cornerback and they didn't look, there's no way this guy could have <laughs> played cornerback, but you know, he had big ears that's well you you not did it you
3: did it to me one time uh, when I was columnizing in a locker room. I think it was after a preseason game guy ran a kickoff back like a hundred yards and I go which which guy is it Ed which guy and you pointed to a guy and I walked up to him and I forget his name and he goes that's oh. not me pal that's not me <laughs> that's a bad and I wanted feeling. to kill you Ed at that point.
17: But you know what? That's who I thought it was, Ron. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, uh, yeah, we had we had some pretty good times together. And I will tell you another story about Ron. Oh no! Um, now you know you, you know too on, much right, about Ron? me. I mean, this isn't a roast. This is not a roast. These are just stories. In 1992, the Post Gazette has we were unemployed because the press went out on strike, and they they delivered our paper, printed everything else, but the. The Post Gazette kept a couple of us on to do some stuff, write facts, and stories, yep. and, and they had, they did this radio network thing, and yeah, uh, he had a he was a little involved. He had a splice <laughs> tape and this that and the other thing, and Ron was getting frustrated by
3: of course technology, the mechanisms, the
17: mechanisms, right? I said, come on, Ron, this is easy. He goes.
3: I'm a newspaper man.
2: I'm not a radio
17: man. <laughs> <laughs> and look what's happened. And,
3: I, and then a and year later, I happened. started at KDKAAM. You know. <laughs> oh, That's because
17: uh, I showed you the ropes on that radio stuff. Yeah, Ron. you
3: taught me. And you taught me more than you know, Bal. <laughs> Believe me. Believe me. Oh,
17: Thank man, you for never... calling
3: in. I really appreciate it, man. Oh, it
17: was my my pleasure, Ron. And uh... You know, I hope you keep in touch. I I will, even and I hope my and boys. I hope
3: my retirement is as much fun as you and Annie are having.
17: Yep, even though we're in plum, we're not going to
3: the beaches,
0: but we enjoy it here.
3: <laughs> All right, see you, Ed. Thanks. All right, Ron. Thank you, Ed. See, you.
0: see you, Ed. What we, a nice band he is, We covered the Bob.
3: It was it yeah. may be the most fun year I've ever had in the business. Yeah, it was just there was a story every day. Teammates, and this is a true story: Bruce <clears> Huther <throat> and Mark Rowell were teammates, and they got into a fight. They lived together, and they actually, I think one broke the other's jaw, and we found out about it. And one, Ed got a hold of one who told him the story, and I got a hold of the other who told me the story. And, and, and it it was amazing how it worked out we both had the story.
4: Same story or same did they story? have different oh, no, versions? No, of
3: it? No, no, it was exactly the same.
4: Do you remember when
0: Richard Huntley and Earl Holmes fought yeah, in the locker room? Absolutely. That Josh was not, Miller was the punter then and he said he was scared so he played dead. <laughs> that was not
3: that was not a fight. That was vicious. There was like I know. a metal chair right. swung. I mean, it wasn't just a a punch or two. That was a nasty scene. Were you in there for I that? I was not in there for that. No. Were you,
4: Bob? That's, no, but I, th- that was the time where you could actually be in there and witness this stuff. Right now, some of that stuff has been cordoned right. off. You can't get in there the way you used to.
0: What's the biggest change you've seen in the business, Ron, since you began?
3: Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I think what we do has been devalued some because everybody has their own own Twitter account or Facebook or Instagram. And the teams now put out everything. Like, Steelers.com did the first interview with Arthur Smith. Yeah. And back in the day, that never, there was no Steelers.com.
4: It's tougher from that standpoint. Bob, would you agree? Oh, totally. It makes it harder to get stuff. They want their own voice. They control it. They control their own voice. And they put a lot of money into it. There's no question about that. And you're right with players. Players now break news before teams even break news about their player. So they get it out there on Instagram. That's why you have to watch all this stuff, which is a little bit frustrating at times. Back
3: in the day, I'd write something and, and the athlete would confront you viciously sometimes. Dave Parker threatened to kill me one time. (laughs) <laughs> um now let well, wait, wait 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 you got can't you gotta elaborate on that
4: but now but now yeah, tell that i one.
3: will but now there's so many voices out there that they don't even know you know i mean social media rips them to death sometimes worse than we ever did right they said we were negative uh dave parker i wrote something I, I was at the beaver county times and i wrote something he didn't like and you know i i don't even know if he read it you know how that is back in that yeah, day somebody, somebody told him and it, did you read it now? But he came in and he threw a tantrum. I'm sitting there with Willie Stargell, of all people, and Parker's pacing back and forth, blah, blah, blah. He's screaming at me. And at one point he takes out his wallet and he puts it down on the table. and He goes, you don't hate me, bleep, you hate this. And I looked at him, I looked at him and I go, hey, Dave, if I hated everybody who made more than me, I'd have a long list of people I hated. And he looked at me, he goes, bleep, if murder was legalized, I'd kill you. That's what he said. He finally walked away. Now, that same day, I had written something earlier in the week about Tim Foley that he didn't like. And he's standing there watching Parker, and he comes up to me after this, and he goes, Ron, I wanted to yell at you, too, but after that, I just don't have the heart. And he walked <laughs> That's away. That's great. And he walked away.
4: What'd you write about Parker? I don't
3: even remember. That would have been,
4: but people—they—they they were very sensitive back then. Back then, back but then. now I mean, there's everybody's...
3: so many voices coming at them, it's not the
4: same. But you're right. There was an accountability that we all have and still have, right? Where, where you do it and you got to talk to people. Uh, the right. people out there in social media don't have any accountability. Right. They just say whatever they want and no attribution. Nothing. But these just...
3: guys have their own, you know, and the teams really, you know. Yeah. I mean, it hit me the other day—the whole Arthur Smith thing. First interview he did was on Steelers.com. Yeah.
0: What was I know you said your favorite game, most memorable game was the, was the Pirates wild card game. Right. How about second most second most memorable sporting event you ever covered?
3: Probably thirteen to nine, um, mm. Pitt, West Virginia. Yeah. I mean that was right there. Until you were there. Oh. I mean I, I'm I, I've said this many times. <clears throat> I'm still waiting for Pat White to go seventy five yards for the winning touchdown, and he never did. That's probably number two. Obviously, Ben DeSantonio is right up there, too.
4: How about you, Bob? Well, all those. I mean, we cover the same stuff, so we've seen all these things. Were you things. at
3: Morgantown for that night? Yeah,
4: that night I was. And I couldn't believe it because I saw what the point spread was, and not that I bet. Um, every now and then people engage in these kind of I said, that's that's way too many points. 28 I like and points. A half. I like points. I'll take points. Oh, that's not enough. Next thing you know, it's 13 But I, I will say the the Super Bowls, uh, the one in 05 was really special just because of Jerome Bettis well, more than anybody. Yeah, I mean. But that what happened in, in Tampa was you'll never probably see that again, a 100-yard interception, which turned everything around, and that throw at the end of the game after San Antonio Holmes dropped it on the other side of the field, came right back to him, which said a lot about that drive. That was good, but I still go back to the Stanley Cups. I remember the game – it was game 6 at home against Detroit, second time around, where they had to win it. They were, you know, they that were was down a great and they had game. to go to win mm-hmm. to get uh, avoid another elimination by the Red Wings and they won it. It was Stahl, Cook and Kennedy who stole the show. They go to game 7 How about and of course Fleury? they win. Well, Fleury Fleury too. had been benched in game 5, right? Yes. right? Benched yes. in game 5 he and comes a, back and
3: what a shutout in yeah, yeah. 6 and then what 2-1 and 7?
4: Yeah, it was a it was um I thought he had a shutout I, in six. I, I don't remember. So I remember a great shorthanded goal by that line. Uh, anyway, the, the, that was incredible. Because you're thinking, okay, Detroit's going to do it again. They're a powerhouse, a juggernaut. They're going to win this thing in Pittsburgh. Again, that always hurts. No, it didn't happen. So, that one's up there. So many. I, I uh, like covering Olympics. I thought Olympics is fun. I,
3: I did four of those. But my I was at all five cup finals. I mean, when they presented the trophy, I was on the ice. The first one is the best. Eight nothing in Minnesota. I, Tom McMillan and I covered every game together. Mm. Those two years, like forty-seven playoff games, we did every one together. And we're sitting there at the end, near the end of the game, and I looked at him. He looked at me, and I—I I don't know which one of us said it. The Penguins are going to win the freaking Stanley Cup. So now we go to the locker room. We're at the Post Gazette. It's a Saturday night. We have no Sunday paper, so we could work the locker room. You know, and uh, the last four people out of beer everywhere, the last four people out were me, McMillan, Kevin Stevens and Badger Bob Johnson. Wow. The, coach. the last four. And, and as we're leaving, Badger called us around him. The three obviously goes, boys, enjoy every second of this. It doesn't happen every year. Mm. Never forget that. And then he died like six sure. months later. I mean, it, it's just unreal. What I remember about that night. See,
4: wow. that's, that's the thing about this business. It's so compelling about it. You get to do all these things that people want, would love to do. It's bucket list stuff to go to the On end. On somebody
3: else's dime. Yeah,
4: we're doing it <clears throat> as a matter of work. But still, you're there, and you see it, and you feel it, and so you get to discuss it, and then you have long-lasting relationships. Pretty, Pretty amazing. Well, the well, list let's... of
3: people you put together, Joe and Bob, amazing me.
0: Let's recount these next. I mean, this has been amazing. The thing about it, I have the list. I have the list.
4: They they all want to do it. They jump on the answer quickly. So that's yeah. I'll be honest with you,
0: you, Ron. Really, the planning didn't start until early this morning. They didn't want to bother people on the weekend. And everybody, not one person, said they couldn't do it. Not one. Not one person. And Bob, Bob got Ben and Bettis, and they were. Today, Instantly. right? Instantly,
4: yeah. Well, I, you know, we talked about it last night, I, it was too late. I didn't want to. I don't like texting people really yeah. late. So early this morning, that's that's what happened.
0: And every other person was like, "Of course, yeah. What time? Let me know." Amazing. And then Jack Ham got bumped for ten minutes for bets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but at <laughs> least you mean Jack that, Lambert. At least I didn't Jack call him. Jack. How
3: about him? The first thing is, well, I'm not going to miss you calling me Jack Lambert. <laughs> I did it twice.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was beautiful. Social media's biggest loser. Uh, Mulsey, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve <laughs> your consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. Fan Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. And, of course, the fan text line, brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you.
3: Joe, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Didn't see a truck coming in today, surprisingly so. You hear me talk about that all the time. I live out in the Seven Fields area of Cranberry and drive to work here in Greentree, drive home, almost always see a Mr. Rooter Plumbing truck. There's over 50 of them out on the road every single day. And I always smile when I see one, you know, not because somebody has a plumbing problem. I don't wish that on anybody, but uh, that they had the good sense to call 412-ROOTER-2. 412-ROOTER-2, the only number to call, no matter if you have a serious problem like a fractured sewer line or maybe just something simple like a broken water heater. The only number to call, 412-ROOTER-2. Check out the website, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. As I said, over 50 trucks out on the road every day. My pal Bob Beal has built a plumbing company empire going on 21 years in this market. Write down the number one more time so you have it, 412-Rooter-2. I say this with no hesitation, Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing.
0: been a very memorable show. It started off at 10 o'clock. I'm sure you heard some spots during the weekend. Uh, some updates saying, make sure you tune in 10 o'clock Monday. And sure enough, it was Ron announcing that he's headed off into the sunset. Thursday will be his last show here. Sunday, his last column at the Post-Gazette. We've had an unbelievable amount of guests call in. And, Ron, now we have Are, a surprise guest, somebody who just called in. I
3: was going to give you the list, but I'll wait until afterwards. Who Who The was, list you've put together is amazing.
0: I was informed by our friend Nellie that suddenly a surprise caller called in and wants to make some well wishes. Surprise caller, please reveal yourself.
18: Joe and uh, Ron at Plenty for Terry. And Ron, I want to extend my congratulations to you for a career of excellence. You've dedicated yourself to excellence, and I I wish you well. Uh, You were always very loyal to your home community, which I respected greatly and um, if you decide, by the way, after a period of retirement that you want to still do something, um, you'd be a valuable asset to to become a professor at Waynesburg University <laughs> in our great sports broadcasting sports journalism program. Uh, Lanny, thank you, Congratulations, Ron.
3: Thank you. It's so kind. Man, I've known you for a long time. Remember when you got, what do you have, peanuts in my car going to a spring training <laughs> game or something? Do you remember that? Well,
18: Oh, I do, and I was going to bring it up because you've still been mad at me ever since then. You, I don't think you've ever, you've never forgiven me
2: for that.
3: I had a new um, car, and I, you know, I was at the Beaver <laughs> County Times when I first met Lanny, and I was driving to a game, and he was eating, I, I want to say peanuts, and got some in my car, and I've always teased him about it ever since. Man, we had some fun, well, didn't we? And you know, we had Leland on a little while ago, and what great times with him, and obviously going back with Chuck Tanner and that group. I think, did we lose Lanny?
0: We may have. I think we did. The old peanuts in the car oh. huh? oh, not
18: well, We are fortunate to come across and develop friendships, relationships with some really uh, remarkable people like Leland and Chuck Tanner and, uh, as I said, Tito and, and Terry. And and um, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to have an opportunity to sit back now and even think more about you know what they've what they've meant to your life and and your connection with them
3: well that's very kind of you to say and you know you're still a regular part of our show uh on occasion here May, uh, do you have it there charlie
1: do i have the trubisky train
3: yeah we're, we're trying to find this uh you were in the
0: stoop here it is here it is lenny
5: Woo-hoo!
0: it's the trubisky train there was no doubt about it <laughs> Man, does that sound good. <laughs> we
3: still run that all the time. It's not quite the happy Trubisky train anymore, but you mm. were in here sitting right here, right, Joe, the day that they signed yep. Trubisky.
0: It was incredible. Yep,
18: exactly. Matter of fact, you made fun of me because I didn't know who he was.
0: (laughs) Now you look like the smart one. Oh, man. Lanny, thank you so much for calling in. I
3: really appreciate it, Lanny. And I may take you up on that very kind offer, you know. I know Starkey has taught classes. I figure if he can do it, I can do it. Anybody
0: can. Anybody
3: can, right?
18: Well, we've got got the best sports broadcasting, sports journalism department in the country. And, you, and we'd be honored to have you be a part of our team and our family.
3: Well, you're very kind to say, stay well, my friend, stay well. You too. See you, Joe. See you, Ron.
0: See you, Lanny, and thank you so much. That was nice, huh? That
3: was very nice. I, I've known him since, you know, I, I mean, I went to spring training, late 70s. And, I mean, got to know him then. How long is that? 45 years ago. Yeah,
0: late 70s. I was just a savvy young newsound watching the Pirates win the World Series. What's cooking brought to you by your local Geico rep Tim Hester.
3: Thank you, Mr. Hester.
0: Also by very mis- kindly Very kindly. Also by Mr. Ruder brought to you by him, Thank Mr. Ruder. Thank you, Reuter. Mr. Ruder. <laughs> Call 412 Ruder 2. And I should also mention that it's the 50 minute mark on the fan. Brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Let's hear the list, Ron. Who did we have on Our, today?
3: I wrote down every name here, and it just—it just blows my mind. You started off with Doc Emmerich. pretty good who, leadoff like hitter. like Ricky Henderson as <laughs> a leadoff guy, right? Mm-hmm. Followed in a combo, Big Al Villanueva and Dave DeCastro. They're
0: inseparable. Great stuff. And,
3: and they were next. Rick Tockett, who, like you said. Has the team with the most points, right, Vancouver?
0: And was on the team bus when he called.
3: Rick Tockett, Jim Leland, just get into the Hall of Fame not that long ago. Shelty, who followed Jim Leland, another Pirates And manager. said this was in Crankulant, right? Said
0: it
5: was he in of his mouth. yeah.
3: Then Jerome Bettis, Jack Ham, Jamie Dixon, Ben, my kid Taylor, uh, Bruce Arians, Horse, <laughs> Folsey, <laughs> Bouchette, and Lanny Frateri. Wow. What a We collection. could win a
0: lot of games with that club, Bob. And this what is a, only one day of four. What? So I got, no, this coming. is
3: one day. This is the only day of this. Um, it was just incredible and In, really is. Um, Bob, I'm well, glad
4: that it fell on a day that you were here. I'm, I'm glad to be part of it. And like I said, we go back a long way, all of us, so. You know, all these days are going to happen, and when they happen, uh, it's tough. It's bittersweet for sure, and I'm sure you're going to have on it Thursday a very difficult day to get through, but you will, and you have as many of these other people who have already gone into retirement tell you some of the best days ahead of you. Yep. So yep. you no, deserve I, to I, enjoy them.
3: I said at the beginning of the show when I announced it, I said I'm leaving a lot behind here, but I have a lot to look forward to, and I mean
4: that. But it's very connected too, so it's you can come back.
3: No, oh, no, I'm going to be back a couple times a year. I might even come in and surprise Joe as a guest sometime.
0: We're going to call you in the first couple of weeks, can we?
3: <laughs> sure, I may not answer, but you can call. He'll be
0: in his underwear in his own yeah, home this time. It, it's my, no, in I'll, be in, I'll be in my Speedo. He'll be in a hot tub.
4: <laughs> Remember you
0: called the show from a hot tub, Bob? I do? I, no, yeah. a sauna. A sauna.
4: sauna, a yeah, sauna. Yeah. But I, I could have called you from a hot tub without knowing I called you from a hot tub. I've had a few of those moments i never. Sounded, that sounded like. I one don't of think
3: them. we've never ha- we've never had a guest call in naked with other men in a sauna like oh he was that day. Wasn't I'll never forget naked.
4: that. Naked. It was almost naked, but it wasn't totally <laughs> naked.
0: <laughs> you
4: know right. who we you have to get. I remember that
0: day. I remember it. Of course, I'll never I was forget try, it. If
4: you remember, I was trying not to let you know what I was doing.
0: Yes, and day, then we finally then you, found yeah,
4: out because people were in there. And See, I when
3: we first started this station, we all had to work on Saturday, do a show Saturday or Sunday. Right, and I always had six in the morning till ten on a Saturday morning, and I I, I had to wait till like nine or nine thirty because he was always sleeping. And we and we did he was on every Saturday with me, and the segment was called "In Bed with Bob." Uh, on the on satin sheets in his Robinson Township mansion, right? Is that what we called it? Yeah, in and bed I, and with, I was really and, mo- and all in the, bed and with, all the time. Oh, I know was, you were. He'd be. I'd say, Bob, what did you think of that
4: Penguins game?
3: Well, it was. They were. They were really good. You know, he was half incoherent at in sleeping.
4: It was my wake-up call every Saturday. I mean, it was you know great radio. When you first, wake up. You're in just bed not into with
3: it. Bob. Yeah. I'll never forget it.
0: Well, I'll never forget this show today. Meaning. Yeah, it man. was a good one. Memorable. I mean, it truly was memorable. How about Horse and Falsy calling in? That I was know. special. How
4: about Horse with a dagger right off the bat? You haven't changed the music since I left. Yeah. That was a dagger, huh? <laughs> <How about> that?
3: <laughs> That's Falsy's fault.
4: <laughs> um, well, maybe
0: we can get Vinny Ricci for Thursday. We have to have a couple people I on called, Thursday. I, I thought Horse was
3: Vinny. I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of your moments. Today. But the Ben, I didn't recognize
0: Ben's I know, voice. you were stressing and, out. You're well, looking like
3: I, I, I didn't want to call. I, I said, I'm begging you to tell me who it was, and you just,
0: <laughs> you smile. I can't believe that Joe Kopp was mistaken for Vinny. Finkel was Einhorn, and Einhorn was Finkel. That's funny. That was the moment of the show. Would you agree, Bob?
4: The way he said it, too. Oh, Vinny Ruchici, it's so nice to hear from you. Uh, Again, nothing is worse
0: than calling
3: Jack Ham Jack Lambert. And we had Ham on, and he made sure, Ron, I'm going to miss you, but I won't miss you calling me Jack Lambert twice.
0: Where do we go from here, Ron? How are you feeling right now? we got
3: to talk about Le'Veon's potential comeback. (laughs) That's what we need to do. Hey, we got some Super Bowl talk this week. The prop bets are out there. I didn't watch the Grammys last night. Did anybody watch them?
4: How Very was, briefly. How was Very Tara briefly. Swift? I was working, but um, she won again. Fourth album. Oh, man. First time anyone had ever done that. She's having a big week. I just hope it doesn't end with a with Super Bowl. I, I'm just overloaded with that story. Nice people, everything, great careers. I'm just overloaded with that story. I'm rooting for Brock Birdie. Ron, what was the last Super Bowl you covered?
3: Oh,
0: did you cover Patriots-Rams?
3: Yeah, that might have been it. 15-3? to three. Yeah,
0: um, something like that. That might have been it. W-
3: what, when was the Seattle Patriots game? I was at that one, Bouchette and I. I don't know which one came. That was before that later. one. Oh,
0: that was a great game.
5: Yeah, well, That's I an could,
0: all-time Super Bowl.
3: Ed and I were right there. It went, was that and, the interception game? Well, yeah. 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 Along, Russell yeah. Wilson instead of giving a ball to Beast Mode, right?
0: I can't believe the sound that they get. They get every pertinent piece of sound. Russell Wilson's like, "I had it, I had it," and he stops. He's like,
4: "I don't know what happened.
0: I and we had a touchdown." But
4: the great part of that was you heard Belichick way back in training camp talk about that play, and 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 you know they were th- coming up making a play like that, and it just so happened and it worked for them. In that, that's amazing. Which
3: video? Uh, which game was it that Larry Foot was like laying on his stomach on the sideline? Saying he made it, he made it. They had measured whether or got over the line. Was it a touchdown? Maybe it was
0: Ben in, in this on the sneak. I think it was. He made it. He
3: made it. And the guys. I don't think. I don't think and foot. Larry's going. He made it. He made it. That NFL films is just oh, it's unreal. Oh, so good. They, they get everything. It all right?
4: starts with access and commitment to all exactly. the cameras and wires they have. They have a ton of them. I just can't stop. Are you dinging again? I'm dinging again. You got to get your dinger fixed. What,
3: yeah. What's up with your dinger?
4: It's a good question. I don't have an answer for you. Is it bent? <laughs> What's that? What happened to it? <laughs> Might be,
0: Joe. Something,
5: uh, something there's, keeps,
0: there's
3: medication for that. Something
0: keeps dinging, Bob. Can you turn it. off the dinger? Uh, uh, I'd like to, but I can't.
3: There's medication for that, Joe, as you always say.
0: I think that, that Malcolm Butler plays a top five play in Super Bowl history. It, I can't stop watching it. How did he... They crashed into each other at a high rate he saw of speed, it coming. and he he held on to the ball. Yeah, I'm always thinking, was that interference? It wasn't. It was. It was, came it very was a, close. There goes your dinger again. dinger again. It was a perfect. I think it's top five.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it, it it changed from just like that a Super Bowl winner to a Super Bowl. And league. everyone thought yeah.
4: it was it was that's it. fait complete. Right. You got him in the backfield. that's going to get the ball. They right. push him in, and whatever he'll get in. If the play works, though. And I know that Pete Carroll took a lot of criticism. If it works, what do you think happens there? All of a Nothing. sudden, Every, you, everyone's everyone happy, it's a yeah. wonderful play call, right?
3: You know, we were in Seattle this year, the Steelers game, and they have a nice little press lunchroom, and they have all kind of covers of Sports Illustrated stuff with their team. And there was a Sports Illustrated cover that Pete Carroll and says, "How does Pete Carroll bounce back from one of the worst calls in Super Bowl history? Why they put that up in that room?" I, I was uh, Ray Fittipaldo took a picture of it, and he goes, "I can't believe this is in this room." Yeah, why did he? How did he respond from one of the worst calls in
0: history?
4: He never won again. He
0: never won again. Never got back again.
4: Mm-mm. Nope. That a goes legion of Badger uh, Bob told you you those moments you exactly. Never know. They may never come
0: again. May never of boom, come right? again. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Sunny throughout the day and a high of 49. Ron, this was a very special day. I
3: want to just thank you guys so much.
0: Very honored to be here for this. uh, What you did. You deserve it.
3: I'll never forget.
4: You deserve it. You deserve it is exactly and we right. look forward to seeing you down the road well you're gonna see me tomorrow there. joe's
3: gonna see me at 10 a.m we still have tomorrow three more shows to we do. got well, three more for
4: me i may see you at dominico's i may surprise you yeah all. you better stop thursday
3: that'll be the day
0: i'm okay. glad you were here for all this bob and i think you have a read to end the show do you not see you J- no, Joe, tomorrow it. morning no, you see you 10 do we know you anything else thank you by the way thank nelly you, Ron. congrats nelly did an unbelievable job today Unbelievable run! Yes, well, we had... Yeah, good yeah, job. give it, give Nelly. this man a hand, Nelly. Charlie,
3: he didn't even get to eat. his He brings in a chocolate chip muffin every day. He didn't even get it's to still, eat. his yeah, one little
0: bite, like he, a mouse guy. He's it. still, yeah.
3: he's still working at it. Yeah, it's unreal. Busy.
0: He had, you know, Ben on the line. It ro- at one point, it was, it was Taylor Cook, Ben, Bruce Arians, and Jamie Dixon alternately calling, and this guy Nelly. He was—he was, he was he the all. air traffic controller. He juggled it all. What an incredible all. man he is!
3: Intrinculent, actually.
0: See you tomorrow, Ron. See you, Joe. T-Mobile has invested billions to
2: light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile
1: store today.